All right, and welcome to Now This Is Podcasting. I'm your host, Connor, and I have my producer, McKinnon, here. What's up? And uh, we have a former guest, Calvin, on. Thanks for having me back. And uh, we talked about this earlier. I don't know what else to call you. I, I just like former guest. That's my official title. Yeah, I think we're going to keep that one. Yeah. And so we're changing it up a little today. We're not going to do a, usually do like a review and analysis of a movie. And uh, today we're going to do a commentary of Calvin's favorite movie, James Cameron's Avatar. And I think we're all just so stoked to see this. Yeah, favorite is a bit of an understatement. <laughs> So uh, we're watching this on Disney Plus, and I'm not sure if, if you want to follow along on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever. Uh, we're starting; it has us starting it at like the uh, 20th Century Fox logo. And so, if you want to follow along, we're uh, gonna hit play in three, two, one. All right, yeah, we got the logo going, and I'll give some cues as to where we're at in the beginning. That way, if you want to, again, if you're following along, you want to be lined up. You'll know where we're at, and you know where to be. So we were talking earlier about if this is this is like one of five movies that's going to come out, I believe. I just don't see why you'd make any more. Well, and and I remember Jane was talking about how the the newest one is filmed like underwater, and again, that's like why I, I just don't. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I. It'll be a fun like like what Avatar is is it is a technical experience is. It's cool and exciting. It's just such a terrible story. So we're at Sully's Just Woken Up. So if you're, again, if you're tracking along, that's where we're at. So I, I kind of like, I like the uh, narration in this movie a little bit. I don't think it's terribly overdone. I know most people say that the like narration in movies generally is like a, a cheap thing that people use to you know fill up your movie with exposition and stuff and i i i kind of like how it's drizzled in through this movie and uh i, I it wasn't overdone for me and it kind of seems necessary for like the the world building throughout well it's only necessary because they're for poor filmmakers <laughs> i was gonna say I, I always think like a i mean well because we we did the fellowship of the ring we talked about how there's narration for the prologue but i think the narration is like required because that story is like you have to explain a lot of stuff really quickly otherwise the story doesn't really make sense yeah you're talking about thousands of years yeah. like leading yeah. up to that point and so i think that the narration in that movie makes sense but i do also think that if you if you need to have a voiceover in your movie it's it might be because like you're not good at showing what your film's about i guess that's fair if, if they didn't have the narration in this movie and they just showed you know they just showed the guy coming to the planet for the first time and you had to like piece it together yourself maybe it's doable still i i i thought it was I thought it was acceptable, but yeah, maybe it would be interesting to see if they cut the narration out and how it would come out differently for sure. Yeah, it just it just functions less as a um, as a film, more as a book. Oh, and yeah, of course, have to call it Pandora because we couldn't come up with our own unique names. We have to be lazy and use you know, mythological archetypes. I'm so excited to hear you talk about this movie. I can't wait. <sighs> I can't wait either. This movie's so like they haven't even really gotten to the planet yet, and I'm I'm just so excited because everything in this movie is so beautiful. I, I love how all the visuals. Well, yeah, and and I guess yeah, that just speaks more to what Calvin said. It's like it's all, it's all like 
how cool could they make something or how good could they get the motion capture to be and yeah how good are the visual effects but it's like but then you have it planet called fucking pandora which sucks <laughs> yeah but like, e- even just like in space with like these spacecrafts and stuff and like this isn't the best part of the movie but i'm still just like this looks so good i like that they uh they make the ships look i guess like maybe practical what you would think ships would look like in the future i guess because they still have like the they're like black and white like the nasa space shuttles were they're not like like, flames on them well they're not like you know they're not like wacky looking you know future spaceships where we have like i don't know some kind of weird hover technology star wars spaceships or something yeah yeah right it 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 looks like it's not as sci-fi as i think they could have made it i like that they he at least had some enough restraint to make some of the vehicles look practical i think yeah and i like the i do like the spacecraft they do look they're, they're very like nasa shuttle I love that. So. I love that guy. He's like, let nobody die today. It looks very bad on my report. Yeah. <laughs> that always made me laugh. See, like, yeah, even like the mining equipment, like it looks practical. It's not like they have some kind of crazy laser fusion powered thing that's extracting the uh, unobtainium out of the planet with like levitation it's it's, it, it, it's very practical saying. it's like it, it seems like practical stuff yeah. and that's when i can appreciate the movie for that for sure every time i see that uh mining equipment that like giant machine i, I like to think about what the transformer would look like <laughs> that's funny <laughs> for when we get that crossover eventually oh god i wish there was no more of those movies made yeah i would watch that movie though Avatar Transformers crossover. Yeah. Okay. I would try Avatar Dark of the Moon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Avatar. So what, what is his name? Is that Sam Worthington? Is that his name? Right? Yeah, Sam yes. Worthington. What, what do you guys think about him in this movie? Do you think he's like a compelling actor? No. Connor? Um, I, I always... guess I didn't need to ask Calvin. No, I, I think he's fine. Okay. I, don't, I don't think anyone in this movie is like especially bad, but I just don't think anyone is especially good. Okay. Yeah. I, I think he's better as the Avatar. I, I, I think he's pretty low energy as like the human. I would like to have seen a scene where he plays the brother that he took the place of first. That would have been cool, yeah. Because I think you get the sense that like he's supposed to be kind of this like, I don't know, maybe like downtrodden. Because what, he was a Marine first and like he did... He, he got hurt and now he's done. Yeah. He's like the and opposite of his brother because his yeah. brother's like a scientist and he's, you know, and a so warrior. They, and that's what I'm saying. So they, they use that voiceover at the beginning to tell you that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I, it would have been cool to see a scene where they like, they clash and the, you know, the brother who's going to go be a scientist on this planet and become an avatar or whatever. It would have been cool to see a scene where, I don't know, he's trying to explain that to Sully's character and Sully's like, I don't get it. Like, I'm just a jarhead or something stupid like that would have been better than a voiceover, I think. You realize Sam Worthington doesn't have a twin in real life? And, like, oh, filming, shoot. filming How... a scene with two people yeah. like that, it's impossible. Yeah, so. you're right. Okay. I mean, it's not impossible. Well, I mean, no. They, they've, there's been <laughs> plenty of movies that have used used that as a convention. Oh, I love um, that line, too. Meals on wheels over here. <laughs> I don't think so, because remember, what's the movie Parent Trap? That's yeah. Lindsay Lohan's real sister in it. No. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no trick of the camera there. That's I real. Like, so this, yeah. this little bit of like world building, the like show don't tell with like the arrows on the, uh, in like the tire. I like that. I do like that's yeah, that. That's a good point. I, I know that's show don't tell, but it's just, just forced down your throat. It's not an <laughs> Easter egg. It's like this is the only purpose of this shot. But it's better than like it's better than this guy talking about how like they've been shooting at us for years and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but well, it's here better. he is though doing that exact thing. Yeah, but this speech is so good. 
The speech is so great. I quote this speech to my wife all the time. Well, that's a normal thing to say. <laughs> Everything that flies will kill you. <laughs> Squats in the mud wants to kill you and eat your ass for jujubes. That's a, that's a normal thing to quote to your wife. I think he's a good villain too. I, I I like him. He's not a very complex guy. I like him though. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like that's what's what's so irritating about so many <laughs> stories is that there's no nuance of human experience. Like no one is just a a villain, and no one is just a hero. There is there are so many shades of gray that go into characters like this but we like to dumb them down and make them simple to and easy to digest because that's the point of the story like this is the guy he you know, that fulfills the villain role and like oh here's your token nerd character coming up like <laughs> yeah like i you're, you're absolutely right that it like you said it, the best way to describe it, there's zero nuance to this the characters in this movie so how would yeah. you do the the general guy different? not put a goddamn scar on his face okay. yeah that's an easy way to be that's like, like a physical <laughs> thing i'm talking about like like yeah. personality traits. but i'm saying but that's like a, that's a thing that like points out like obviously this guy is like gonna be bad news later like dude, dude show don't tell like, that's perfect but i'm saying but like yeah but it's it's cliche <laughs> yeah. it's cliche that's, yeah. like sure that's, yeah, yeah. That, that that's the difference it's like the, the thing is it's like he can be like a complex character that's just you know this is my job i don't like doing it type thing there's there's some type of um <sighs> well, there's gonna be a lot of sighing in this one i think yeah exactly like the, th <laughs> the, the, the thing is is like he he can be like driven by duty but still at the same time like not necessarily feel good about what he's doing but he's just so over the top with it that and, and there are real people like that but the thing is is that that's not everything they are even if that's how they act so you don't like that the villain isn't 50 50 about it you, you it's not even like 50 50 just... he just doesn't show any human characteristics okay he's just he's just like oh i'm big you know corporation doing uh not thinking about anything we're just here to crush um indigenous populations for the sake of colonialism and uh material extraction like sure it's all about the resources and like and that's just all he embodies is that there's there's no human in him there's no there's no ne there's no necessity for him is the thing it's like you could have the overarching idea of of uh capitalism and uh a corporate um bureaucracy like be completely characterless and still be the main villain in this whole thing so you think that they could have gone more into like the uh they didn't even need to make him a character yeah yeah, yeah i get what you're saying i still disagree though he's good he, he's fun that's the thing it's like he's not he's not well constructed he's not he's not good <laughs> the, the, the more the more the fewer people you can focus on the better a film really works um unless you're going to flesh them out in really really good ways um in, in a short amount of time then oh, yeah. fewer yeah. people is always going to be is better this where we're yeah so we're getting introduced to sigourney weaver's character now she's so good she's such a good actress i freaking love her Calvin, are you gonna tell us what? Uh, I like. I like. Like, <laughs> like, she's just like, I need a cigarette. I need like, a damn cigarette. Yeah, it's like a. 
I don't know. I think her character probably has the most depth out of anyone. Yeah, but funny. Like still, I would still build on cliches. <laughs> but I don't know. I think out of everyone, the movie should have been about her, not solely. Do you think that she's coming back oh, in the yeah. next movie? No. Okay. Why would she? Why? Well, I mean, there's every possibility. She's a famous actress. She could do any other movie except Avatar Two. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I want to say that she's on the IMDb for this movie. For the second one. I would, okay, I would I would believe in like a flashback or something. Okay. But I don't think she'll be a significant character I in the I think she's going to come back as one of the Banshees. But she, I don't care about the fucking tree of life <laughs> thing. It's whatever, man. I guess, I guess you could fabricate, because the way they built this movie and like how everything's connected, you could put her back in the movie, no problem. I think they could bring back anyone because of like the, the, the yeah. tree of life. Or I think whatever, it's a yeah. really contrived, boring thing to it's do. It's very boring, yeah. Because it's like, okay, well now if you do that, it's like, okay, now when people die, I, I don't care anymore. Because the, they can just come back, you know, as some other thing. I yeah. really like that line too. They're pissing on us without the courtesy of calling it rain. It's a lot of good lines, I think. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. They're just good lines. Like the, It's yeah. meant to be like they're, they're, they're stand-ins for real character development. Like, oh, look at how, how clever these people are. But everyone talks like that, and it's just hollow. Okay. So you, you would have liked to see more like character interactions? Yeah, or you maybe just stop talking. Like, it's just <laughs> like <laughs> everything in her face says everything you need to know about it. Okay, McKinnon, I want to make a bet with you. Okay. I want to say the over-under on Calvin saying good things about this movie. I want to put it at five and a half. Do you take the over or the under on that bet? You think there's going to be five bad things for every one good thing? No, no, no. no. I'm saying throughout this whole movie. So the over of five and a half. So if Calvin says six good things about this movie, then the over on that bet wins. I'm going to bet under. I think it's going to be So you'll take the five? Okay. So I'll take the over on that bet. If If Calvin says more than five and a half good things about this we're movie. at zero so far i think okay. so <laughs> i'm gonna keep t- i'm gonna keep tally perfect yeah. and and this is recorded so i can always go back and look and make sure i win the bet <laughs> now but now it's like in my mind about the number i need to <laughs> hit or avoid you'll you'll forget forget <laughs> i'm gonna hit five and a half how about that so well the, the five and a half is because I'm you gonna, can't you can't do five and a I'm half so it's either a, over i'm gonna or give or a half a compliment <laughs> <laughs> So this guy, the the corporate guy who's funding this whole thing, uh, I don't Giovanni Ribisi. Is that his name? Pretty sure. I don't know him from anything except Friends. He is in a show on Amazon called Sticky Pete. Is it good? It he plays like a con man. Okay. And it is pretty good. Yeah. I, I I mean I I think I only watched the first season of it. I, uh, like I liked him. him in it though. I think he's I think he's a he's a good actor. He's a cool guy. Yeah, it's kind of sad that he's not in more things because yeah I do really love. Oh my god, and the unobtainium. The unobtainium. Here we go. <sighs> Which is yeah, Giovanni Ribisi? You really nailed his name on that one. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know, I'm, I know my name. He's a film major. Yeah. Do you know that? <laughs> but yeah, unobtainium is a real word. It is um, assigned to materials that they don't have a classification for. Um, but it just reeks of cheesiness when you think of a movie like this that's being tried to made to to made technically dumbed down for people to find it pal- uh find it palpable and, I, or palatable yeah i think that i take like vibranium and adamantium from like marvel movies more seriously than i take unobtainium unobtainium yeah. s- sounds e- even more fake than those yeah exactly so we we're talking about this that that guy norm the that your token uh yeah, nerd. nerd guy so i i mostly know him from I only know him from that movie Dodgeball. 
Yeah. He plays like one of the the regular Joes on the team. Yeah. It's so like I I don't take him seriously either because he's like he's just gonna get nailed in the face with dodgeballs. What <laughs> I think. <laughs> Gosh, I haven't watched that movie in forever. We should we should do next. They're gonna be that. they're gonna be doing like Navi dodgeball, and he's gonna be a big blue guy just getting pelted <laughs> with dodgeballs. <laughs> Vince Vaughn in the next <laughs> Avatar movie. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh my god. Yeah. And Ben Stiller is the villain. Yeah. It's gonna be like a swingers homage. <laughs> I have not seen that. I keep. I know that's apparently what made him big and famous, but I've never seen it. I haven't seen it either. I just know that, yeah. That's the dude, uh, the, the the tech right there. That's He's in Inception. He's the guy who comes up with the yeah. concoctions for the sleep stuff. and He drives the car. He drives the van. Like the whole movie. <laughs> Look, he's literally the same character here. Some people are good at an archetype, Calvin. He's not doing anything, though. <laughs> like You could have a stand-in for anything. Doing but his what performance he's doing. is really compelling. He's not compelling at all. <laughs> he's holding he's holding a chart. And nodding really, really believably. Uh, no, not believably. <laughs> over dramatically. No person was like hunched over staring at like something they've done a thousand times before. You think they've done I Hold on, what do you think about this wormhole into the other guy's brain? I just makes me want to watch X Men is what I think. Right? It looks like it does. It looks yeah. like uh, kind of the old X Men movies where it's like, oh, and then the cell splits and it's mutated and it travels. And it looks like that. So this is like this is like the first really, really, really good animation part of the movie with like the mocap. I yeah. do like uh, so they they snap next to his ears and, it, and I like reacts, that his ears yeah. twitch like like involuntarily. So I think yeah. again like this movie is a technical marvel. It looks great. Yeah, and I mean, it's the cool blue to looks see. real. It, it looks yeah. like the blue's really there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just think it, it's little things like that that make the animation really believable, because there are a lot of movies that come out now and it's like just ah, just something in the face is wrong, and it and it helps that they chose to do these like big creatures instead of like make them look really really human. Cause yeah, that's, I think that's where you get in trouble with like, like visual effects is trying to make something a human like Grand Moff Tarkin or Princess Leia. It's like you can tell like, ah, it's just not quite right. So I think if you make it like this, you make them really tall, they really change their complexion. And so it's like you're already kind of suspending enough disbelief that if the animation isn't like 100% there, you're like, oh, okay, well, it's an, it's an alien. It's not a person, which I think you, it's a hard to do that when you're trying to make a person look really real. Yeah. And that really lends itself to like the animation in this movie, I think. Yeah. Why are they sedating him? Because he's gonna break the, he needs to adjust to the body, right? So they yeah. need to sedate him because he's he's like overworking himself. Because they have to have a cool escape scene, Calvin. That's why he they need to sedate him. <laughs> I love this idea of just like they're just playing basketball. <laughs> and so okay, so I think this would be okay. So I wonder, is Sigourney Weaver's character in this? Does she like basketball? Like, does she shoot hoops, like, when she's a human? That's or does she Sig only do that's it? That's not Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, it is. Her face didn't look like Sigourney Weaver, not like the other avatar that comes I up I thought in a it's second. wearing the same clothes, because she wears, like, that red tank top thing. They I thought probably it was... have, like, yeah, they probably have, like, similar clothes. I doubt that they have, like, different clothes for each. <sighs> you might be right. I just thought that was Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. It's amazing to see how many, watching this back now, how many of them they have here, and how just few characters they used in the whole film. You know? They've ex 
I guess I wonder, <laughs> yeah, are the other ones, are they, like, going to different tribes and stuff? Because, okay, so if they're, like, okay, we're still practicing in these bodies, like, we're not ready to go out yet. Soli is the newest one to get one of these bodies. He's not even supposed to be there. But he's, like, the first one to go out and interact with, like, the tribes that are out there. So what are the other ones doing? I don't know. I hate this line, though, from Sigourney Weaver, this line coming up. Think fast. The way that she says that is so weird to me. I just, I don't like how she says that line. It is always, like, stuck in my ear. I hate it. Also, doesn't that look disgusting? That's the juiciest fruit I've ever seen. I don't know if I would eat anything purple like that. <laughs> yeah, look at how many of them they have. They just, the like, like the final battle and everything. They're literally nowhere um, to do with any of this. The other part of it that's really, I don't understand, is why they've done this at all. Um, well, they say that it's to like grow a relationship with the aliens and try to talk to them into moving eventually. Yeah, but why? But why you're, you're on a completely different planet where like this is the the whole dark force theory um, with aliens. Have you ever heard of that one? I haven't. So the dark force is it, it, it's coming. It it grapples with the idea of like why haven't we made contact with other aliens? Okay. Um, there's a multitude of different um reasonings behind it but one of the biggest things is it could be that any uh uh whatever because if you think about the technological advancement how it's uh exponential whoever reaches that peak to uh for interplanetary travel first is going to be so much further advanced than anybody else that the moment they come in contact with another civilization they're just going to destroy them like that's just going to be the difference in technological um advancement between everybody so the thing is is like once you get to another planet there are no rules who gives a shit about things that are not human they could just destroy all of them they're not even like trying to learn anything from them they're just treating it like it's just it's it's colonialism from an earth standpoint like where oh you know we kind of care about people because they're they're humans and stuff but this is a completely corporate uh venture to try and get um unobtainable yeah, so why would they even care well they, yeah. say, they say that they want to talk them into moving and not just you know exterminate them like they do later because of it, it looks bad for like the, the shareholders on earth like but that's they what they even, say yeah but that's the thing is they don't even know and they could make up anything they're on a completely different planet that no one would ever find out about i, I think that they assume that someone on the planet would spill the beans when they get back to earth that's my assumption but these people don't go back to earth okay so no uh, but if things go their way and they get the, the people to move out and they get all the unobtainium from under the tree then some will go back to earth and probably you know spill the beans at some point it's just still like a silly plot point like sure, it, yeah. it's like why would you even go like is it really efficient to make these avatars and then spend months yeah. or years yeah, talking like, them into like moving? It's yeah, probably not the, practical. Unless they already have this technology this is, available yeah. that they could create synthetic bodies with uh, with this mind link. I think which that's is ridiculous yeah. to think that they would already be able to create synthetic bodies, especially if something they just came in contact through, which would have a different organic chemist, uh, chemistry than anything else on Earth, considering that they're in a completely different environment. Yeah. Sure. And, and I don't really care about the technical stuff in this, because it's still a movie, and you can do whatever you want. And if they want to make the bodies, I don't really care about the science that goes into that. What, what makes the whole them creating these bodies and having the mind link and going in there to try to communicate with the native population there is that... It would make sense to me if they were trying to do it like covertly, like secretly. But like the 
native Navi know that they're like fake. Like they already know. That could have been interesting actually. And so that's why it doesn't make sense to me. So it's like either way they could be like, they already know that they're humans inside that body. So like just be humans and do this. Like it makes no difference unless they're like, oh, well we want to like have these bodies that way we can be in the environment without masks on or something like that because humans can't breathe and live in the, the atmosphere that they have. But like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. They already know they're humans in these bodies, so just be people. Like, yeah. That it, that's to me the part that doesn't make sense to me. I like, I don't care about the technical stuff because I can I can throw that away for a minute to just watch a movie. Right. And that's kind of why why I find it so so ridiculous. Why they would why would they why they would go to such extremes and such uh, scientific lengths? You could just talk to them. I mean, yeah. there's there's they're so similar. Um, you know, you can still recognize them as having sentience. Um, so I don't know why that, that wouldn't be something that would be reciprocal to them as well. They, they'd be able to see, oh, this is something that looks similar to me enough so that I can have compassion and understanding. So what do you think about this part? So we're Sully's talking with the general there, and he's basically like, oh, it's, you know, I'm going to have a Marine on my side, and, you know, it's good to have you, Corporal. And did you take their relationship seriously? Like, did you think Sully was going to be like a working more for the the general guy there or did you think he was going to be working more for the scientist because oh, yeah of course not because i was like i i n- no part of that relationship did i think like he was going to be loyal to like kind of his military background or whatever yeah it's 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 hard to say that they even felt like anything at all because you could tell for one he wanted to whatever got him into the body so he could walk um a was his number one priority and then number two he's the hero so of course he's not going to do that these cheesy like zoom the quick zoom i was just about to say that yeah (laughs) so the right right after they land i feel like the 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 actual movie starts for me because it's like it's completely different after they land and you guys see all the monsters and then he's like lost in the forest for a bit to me this is like when the movie actually starts yeah and it's a very different feel um it's and than it's, a lot of other yeah hollywood movies for it's that supposed reason. to feel it's supposed to feel different than when they're at the compound right yeah which all feels very stock hollywood yeah. military it is weird too that they dress them in like regular human clothes yeah yeah see and that's again to me it's like why why are you trying to why are you trying to convince these native people to move? Like you don't act like them. You don't do anything the way they do. And yeah, like all you're doing is being in a body that they have. It's like, well, this, this isn't them trying to convince the natives. They're just out for, you know, scientific research. But when the they moment. do meet up with them, they are still wearing clothes and yeah. stuff. Like, yeah. And what's her Norm, face? Norm, Sigourney Norm's Weaver. Wearing, yeah. wearing a fucking baseball cap. Yeah. That's like, what do you need a baseball cap for? You're on another completely different planet. Go, go Redskins. He's just, he's just representing, you know, <laughs> Dude, they're just called Washington Football Team now. They're yeah, exactly. Well, I'm out of the loop, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, on this planet, they're the Washington Blueskins. Oh, my God, dude. Appropriate, that, yeah. appropriate correlation to me because this movie is all about, like, kind of the mistreatment of Native Americans, for sure. That's definitely the, I think, the point they're trying to make. It's 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 definitely, like, about colonialism. I like these, like uh, the, the like the monkeys that like aren't in the rest of the movie. It would be cool if like there was a there was an avatar that hooked up its ponytail to one of those. I think one thing that's kind of cool. Don't they all have like four fingers? They have four arms. No, no, no. The oh, the Navi do, but the avatars have five fingers. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah, because when he's flexing his fingers, you can see oh, it. That's but, right. Uh, Natiri, I think the the lady. Right, right, Zoe right. Zeldana. So like the she has four fingers. Yeah. All the native stuff this planet is in fours. That they don't have five fingers. They don't have five toes. So I I, I oh, noticed that like so like the, the the you're talking about the forearm kind of monkeys the apes that are moving around. Yeah. They have four fingers, and I think okay. later on that's a, like like sort of panther thing that shows up. It has like four claws and not five so yeah i think it's just like a show like the different biology of the two planets where it's like everything on earth is like in five like you know like how spiders have five limbs yeah <laughs> you know what i'm talking about like yeah, ma- yeah. at least mammals <laughs> mammals are in five so yeah it's like... yeah it is a neat little thing and i did forget that the avatars have five they don't have four that is a that's i forgot that that was a thing good good job pointing that out i I bet the people who did like the art concepts for this movie had the best time. Like they could just do the most colorful wild things ever. I wonder if it's stressful yeah. because I feel like I feel like working for James Cameron is like not working for a real person. <laughs> the, the dude has been so rich and so famous for so long and he's he's now put out two of the most successful movies ever made. Like I wonder if talking to him and like doing like giving him your concept art is maybe like nerve-wracking because this dude is like it's like talking to Jeff Bezos or like someone who's like not a real person anymore because they're just so like such a big deal, you know? What uh, what did he do before this? Titanic. Was it okay? I mean, that was like a hundred yeah. years ago. Still, if you account for like inflation, sure, yeah, it, it's yeah. still I think it Avatar is second to yeah. Avengers, and then a Titanic is right behind a, a Avatar. So it's still he has like two of the top three grossing movies of all time. Like. Yeah, not if you adjust for inflation. If you don't adjust for inflation, the list is very, very different. Gotcha. Well, yeah. isn't like a beautiful world like one of the no, a beautiful life? No, or what is it? No, the number one is uh, Gone with the Wind. That's it. That's the one. And the biggest reason is because of how they used to show movies back in the day because you didn't have Disney Plus. Um, they would play for um, like a year or two. I think Gone with the Wind uh, played for three years. Um, in theaters? In theaters. What the hell? That's yeah. nuts. Yeah, exactly. And they also didn't have show times back in the day. Uh, you would just go in to the the, um, the theater while it was showing, and you would just start watching. And you would watch until, and like, oh, this is the part where we came in. No way. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. That's kind of wild, man. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so this is the creature. If you look on his on his like paw, he's he's got four fingers. So it's like the the things on this planet are all in fours. I just think that's a cool little bit where it's like you know things on mammals on Earth have five and. That's not true. Yeah, look at it. He's got no. four. Yeah, but not on Earth. On Earth, they're all very different. Mammals. Yeah. Mammals are all the same. Each of them. I don't think so. I think um. I want to say that. Uh, there are a few that don't like dogs. Don't dogs don't, don't have a pronounced thumb? Dogs have a, they have a tiny bone higher up on back their arm. There. Yeah, and even even whales, uh, if you like, the, bone the bones of their fins, yeah. they have five. Huh. Like manatees have five. It's, yeah, it's. I mean, it's yeah. Because whales evolved from dogs, and that's why they have the the fifth bone I in their. Wait, you, I think you mean the other way around, right? Dogs evolved from whales. Oh sure 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 yeah yeah, and uh, even dogs they have the. They still have five pads, and then they sometimes have the dew claw. So it's it's fives. I'm yeah. not a biologist, same, but I'm saying that, that it's kind of a, a common theme. A tail is like is a fifth leg. Yeah. Interesting. I'm just trying to say a fun thing about the movie that I noticed. Give me a biology lesson here. Yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll take it. I know I don't know enough. This is supposed it. to be an exciting part of the movie, and we're just like talking right through it. Yeah, because it, there's nothing there's nothing actually 
tense about it. There's nothing at stake. You don't feel like something's at stake. No, not so at all. Here's the thing, Calvin. You, I, I, if if I'm wrong, correct me. It feels to me like perhaps you don't feel like there's anything at stake because you've seen a, a, a thousand movies. Yep. But if you're an alien, hold and on. You're what one... do you hold on? What do you think about the <laughs> slow mo? Like why? I, it looks weird. I don't like it. I don't love when, especially this part. Yeah, yeah. I don't love when films like kind of change their technique like mid scene. It's yeah. like just be a slow mo because like okay so like and then the slow motion when he jumps off the cliff. Lord of the Rings has like some slow mo parts, but they're not like it's not like mid scene you know. But yeah, this is it's so, so awkward goofy. to yeah. me and they're so very awkward. they're very intentional about when they use them. Yeah. This this is just like here let's let's create like, let's Action check out how shot, yeah, yeah like and how uh, how cool all of our I feel like that's a big thing like with uh, like Transformers too is like we put so much work into creating these models and animating them like let's really show them off by giving more screen time to them by incorporating slow-mo well the which sh- the scene wouldn't yeah. look as tense if they didn't use slow motion like i think it facilitates the the tenseness a yeah, little but it's bit faux tenseness is the thing so it's like yeah. you you still understand like he's being attacked god the water looks so good i'm sorry this 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 is the i think this is like the most technologically advanced part of the movie it's just the water it looks so good yeah don't get me wrong like yeah i'll say it the whole time that this movie looks great everything yeah I'm waiting for Calvin to say it looks great. That way I can count that as a compliment. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I was going to say, like, yeah, like, the real artists in this film are the ones making the concept art and um, animating things. And, you know, they, they're, they're basically building an entire world from the ground up. That's amazing. Right. And I, I, I don't think anyone saw this movie and walked out of the theater and was like, man, that story really, really spoke to Calvin me. did. Calvin went to film school after this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, like, so caught up in like the, the emotion of it all. No, like but, the, the people left the theater saying like, wow, that was like the most beautiful movie I've ever seen. You know, like that's that's what people took away from this, right. not, the, not the story. Not the story itself. It's but not it, unique. Like, yeah, yeah, but it imparts like a certain type of emotional reaction. So this is a, a pretty important part of the movie here. Sully's about to get absolutely nailed by an arrow. Well, Sully's avatar. Which did they did they establish that if the avatar dies, do they die or no? Because an avatar dies later. Because the the guy from Dodgeball, his avatar dies and he wakes up in his pod. Oh man, I forgot about that. That's a little bit of a spoiler. Sorry for yeah. you folks at home. Sorry. So again, like okay. another level of like why the the entire attack scene with that jaguar type lizard is there's, <laughs> there's no tension to it like who we know he's not going to die even if he does die he's not dying it's just a body like it's, it's just so okay people who have seen the movie before they know like oh we're only 20 minutes into this movie our heroes are not going to die the alternative for not having those scenes is to just not have tense scenes like you have to have scenes like that even though people who aren't stupid they know that their their hero's not going to die you know but the alternative is to just not have those scenes, and I think that no, that's a worse idea. No, no, it's not. It's not not having those scenes. It's making it so that like it's so strongly um, insinuated that this entire film is from his perspective only. And when you have a film like that and a story like that, um, you have to keep that character alive because otherwise, your entire everything that you've built up for that story no longer functions as a cohesive narrative anymore. Now the entire tone has changed because you have to look at it from a, dif- a different person's perspective. Like if they had incorporated multiple per- perspectives of the actors, of the characters, then it wouldn't be 
there, there would be like it'd be like the Game of Thrones. Like we we care so much about all of these other stories and characters. We invest time in them that if one of them dies, it's like wow, that was a major character that we put a lot of work into. But because they they can die, it creates it, actual suspense. It's more like real life. But it's like the yeah, like the part we're at now. They they search for Soli because he got separated after the jaguar attack and so now they're like hey we have to head back like it's night we can't be out here and now Sully's by himself if the camera if if the if if we had then gone and focused on like sigourney weaver's character and like what's our plan to like rescue him tomorrow like let's set up a grid like search grid to find him and you don't get the scene that's going on now where it's it's solely by himself again and i get what you're saying It, it is it's you know he's not gonna die because what if he dies right now then what the hell is the movie about anymore because so, the, the movie is completely from his perspective he's the only character like it, the, the story is driven by his character. It's not driven by anyone else. So that shot where like zoomed in on the legs always got me thinking. So I, I wasn't sure what the shot was for. Like if they're showing that like the the dog, the dogs have been like burned on their legs before or something. I don't know if there's like a, a deep meaning there or not. No, it was just it's the same thing of like all the other slow mo that they put in. It's but why the legs though? If if that was true, then the shot would have been better if they just focused on the mouth and showed it snarling. But instead, it zooms down to the legs. So I don't know if the, like, discoloration is... You think the discoloration is just discoloration? They, they just want to show, like, look at how cool our creatures are that we've made. <laughs> and that's literally it. Because, like, the thing is, is, like, the most terrifying thing in films is imagination. It's not anything that anybody ever shows. Once you see the monster, it gives... You know, it gives substance to all of your inner fears and anxieties. And once you see it like that, then you, they're taken out of your mind and onto the screen. And then when you when you separate them from your, your actual, uh, like your subconscious that way, then there's something else. They're not nearly as terrifying. I agree with that. So I watched <laughs> I watched A Quiet Place 2 recently. Why? Um, well, because I like the first one. I mean, but yeah, you saw the first one. So. And th- that's exactly my point is, is the... I mean, not to get into a review about A Quiet Place, but A Quiet Place 2 is cool because it was, like, a story I hadn't seen before. And, I mean, A Quiet Place is a story I hadn't seen before. A Quiet Place 2 is just the same story again. And they show off, like, the creatures in it a lot more. And it makes the creatures way less scary in that movie. It's a fine movie, but it's, like, if you've seen the first one, you've seen the second one. It's the same thing. But I I agree with that. It's, like, uh, I wasn't as worried about the creatures in A Quiet Place 2 because I already knew what they did and what they looked like. They didn't add anything to them or change them at all. Uh, so I wasn't like as into them as scary creatures because now I already know what they're all about, and so yeah, it's it, it makes them not as good. Yeah. Okay. So one other thing, the only good actor in the entire film is Zoe Saldana, which is a really interesting concept to think about since she was entirely mocap for the whole film, and her being the is she an actor at that? in that sense or because it's a facsimile you know it's taken from her real her real expressions but it's not necessarily her so she's to them especially like uh the um oscar community i actually don't know uh what they're called but um the academy um she was a voice actor and that's why they didn't put her up for a nominate. Is that really true? I didn't know that. I didn't know that she was only considered a voice actor for this. I mean, no, that's no, I don't think she was, but I think that's what they thought of her as because like, she's not really in the film. Well, but like, it was their idea, but hasn't like Andy circus. Andy circus is, is 
Like he, but he... not as a supporting actor. No, but I mean, wouldn't people consider him an actor, even though he's like very rarely in a movie? But they're not not to the point where they're gonna like consider him a supporting actor. I That's wonder, the thing. Yeah, like, there's okay. there's still a barrier here that isn't be that can't be crossed. That isn't being crossed, but in their minds that they are actual actors. So do you think that, that? Do yeah. you think that? Okay, because Andy Serkis does he plays Caesar in Planet of the Apes, which I, I can't I can't remember if he got nominated for anything for that, but mm-hmm. but. So I wonder at that point, do you open up a new category? Because again, I think part of this is just being like pretentious Academy, you know, voters or whatever who are like, well, this isn't like real acting. This doesn't count. But it's like it's so clearly like if you watch those movies, like if you see Gollum and if you see Caesar, it's so clear that it's Andy Serkis is the character there. And I think it's the same as Zoe Zaldana in, in this. It's so clear that like this actor is like driving this character. Um, so do you do you think you open up a new category that is like something that is? Uh, accompanied like the visual artists and the actor win an award or do you think you just like ask them to stop being pretentious and recognize that this is a really good performance regardless of whether or not she's literally seen on screen like a voice acting category well the thing is is i think it's it's just going to be how society deals with technology as we move forward i think once we see more and more things like this and as technology gets further and further basically we'll be we'll be creating live action animation once we get to the point where that's an accepted mode of it's an equivalent um you know you have an equivalent range as a normal actor that will be when we start to acknowledge those. but the other thing is like what uh genres mocap characters are really in they're in films that are shitty i mean that's so we're, <laughs> we're we're we need to we're kind of getting away of like what's going on in the movie, and so it's hard for I think to, to I track mean, right not now. Not a so, lot is so, happening. Yeah, so. well, I guess that's fair. This is the only part that's happening. So, I, so I think that this is this is obviously you know it's like this is his first like real interaction with them, and and I think she's making fun of him, calling him stupid because he doesn't understand like their cultures, like like uh, they kill those little panther guys, and she's like, no, we have to like honor them and like send them to Yahweh or whatever. She says no, no, thank you. Yeah, Yahweh. <laughs> And Yahweh. <laughs> Yahweh is universal. And so, like, now we're we're getting to, like, uh, all the seeds are going to land on Sully because he's, like, special somehow. And, again, this is just why – this is why there's no tension when his character is in trouble because he's, he's built up his, like uh, – He's the one. He cannot, he cannot be killed. He's right? the yeah. one, He's prophetic. Yeah. It's dances with wolves, Yeah, baby. it's like so, – so, yeah, so I don't – like, I don't care when he's being chased or attacked because, like, the seeds landed on him, so I know he's not going to die. Are these seeds? I thought they were, like, living creatures. I think they're – well, I mean, they, that's what a seed is. I mean, a seed well, is – Well, a so. seed doesn't have a brain. But does it mean that it isn't uh, an organic? What, whatever seed is, organism. seed is seed is just the most comparable thing I can think of. Sure, sure. I don't I don't know that's, what's going on on this planet. And I that's think they a jellyfish. aren't they seeds from the tree? Isn't that yeah. like why it's a big deal? It's I like, thought they were like no, they're from the tree. Yeah, they're of from the tree. That's, they're from that's, Yahweh. Yeah, look, she's she's gonna tell us yeah. seeds of the sacred tree. Seeds oh, of the sacred tree. Oh back. shoot, okay. this okay. is why we have subtitles. Yeah, on. so so you should have, yeah. <laughs> Instead of dogging on me for calling them seeds, very pure spirit. No, I'm not dogging on you. I just think like visually they remind me of jellyfish, not seeds. God, you guys are so insecure. Oh, look at this. That's what I'm saying. It's like it's a, it, you know, he's got his arms out. But the, so Calvin, this he's, yeah. a, he's a Jesus character. Yeah, this is the martyr. archetype, yeah. Yeah, savior. Yeah, this, this Save, is the, the savior Jesus hero. Yep, yeah, exactly. This is Superman. This is the, and then we the just Matrix. have to we just yeah. have to have him hold his hands out like that, and everybody understands the connotations of what they're trying to say and why this character is only if they do die will only die at the end. Well, and now and now for like, a moment, 
Uh, yeah, possibly for a moment. How do you, how do you say your name? Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. No, no, her character, N- N- Nadiri. Natiri. Natiri, okay. But, like, her, her, her whole kind of tone towards Sully changes. Yeah. Because she's like, you're a big idiot. And now she's like, oh, come on. Like, we're going to this place. I do agree that she's probably the best person in the movie. Like, she's she's doing the best job. I, I, I agree with that. I think most of the people are doing a pretty good job. But I, I particularly like her performance, yeah. In the slow motion there, like, what, what is that just, for? That's what I'm saying. It's like, if you're going to do a cut to something, just film it in the same style the whole time. It's it's uh, To me, it's jarring to see in, in one take a, a, a change. It would be like going from, like, a, uh, a camera that's on, like, a boom or whatever, and then all of a sudden it's, like, it, it's a shaky cam. Well, so I it, think it, it's, using... it's jarring to see, like, different techniques in one shot. Like, uh, like do a cut to a slow motion shot sure. and then do a cut to a, a, a just something at normal speed it's jarring it, it i to don't me, like it the at all. slow motion it, if it makes sense in the scene like if they're trying to draw attention to something i think it makes sense but if they're just, just they're right. just yeah they're just trying to you know give themselves a pat on the back yeah. so so it's a useful technique that my, hasn't been yeah. used right so my far. example of like a good use of changing to slow motion would be like uh, you know like when neo is dodging the bullets for the first time in the matrix yeah, exactly. it's it's a cut from he's like oh crap and then the agents start shooting bullets and then the next cut is all in slow motion and the whole that whole shot takes place in slow motion it's not like the bullets are get to him normal speed and then all of a sudden it's like he's doing his his cool moves yeah that I think it works in that movie because like it, the context of that shot has been set up because of the whatever film technique they're using. It doesn't change midway through and then speed back up. It doesn't, you know, it it stays consistent. And to me, like I appreciate that a lot more than like you know, this like let's speed up, slow down, speed up, slow down. I think it looks weird. Yeah, and I think too, why it works better is you do have more suspension of disbelief. The fact that you're in a computer, like, um, simulation. Yeah, that's true. Like I guess, the right? the. Uh, the the camera technique reflects the actual physics of the world it, yeah it's like oh yeah that's cool that's, that's so that's line, so yeah. interesting but yeah here like the thing is it's like if everything i just feel like there's more there's way more tension when things are constantly running around um with all of this chaos because you don't you don't know what's going what's going on what's happening you don't recognize any of these creatures you don't know how dangerous any of them are but to like pause and show like their little paw pads gripping the the roots as they as they run by it just it totally saps it of any so i don't know if you notice like when they when they're walking slowly up to the chief here and they instead of like having like a knife to his throat, they have it on his ponytail. They have it on his ponytail, which yeah. I think is a cool little thing. It's like I that think that, that, was cool too. that I never connection that. for them is like really important. I don't know yeah. if that kills them if they lose it, but it's like wh- that that is their way to connect to like the tree or or other creatures, and it's their way to connect to the earth. And like it's more important to like cut that off than it is to like cut their head off or slit their throat or whatever. So I think that's a neat little thing. I don't I've, I I noticed that. Yeah. I just love you. Of course, he does like a stupid human custom there. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to shake my hand, you alien? I'm just saying, like, people had interactions with Native Americans, and and they knew like what was appropriate and inappropriate, and they knew like what was gonna get them killed. Like, I, I'm just saying, like, why would you do that? Yeah, it's just yeah. silly. Like, you you are completely out of your depth here. Why would you just let me just walk up to someone and do this? Like, I mean, there are people, other human cultures in the world right now where it's, it's really inappropriate to like touch people with your right hand like it, you're not supposed to shake hands with certain yeah. people so like why would you just do that to someone you don't know i don't know it's just again i i 
we talked about suspension of disbelief, and I do it a lot for this movie, but sometimes he's just a big dummy, this Sully guy. Yeah. Oh, man. No one's going to like this because we are just hating on this movie so much. I, mean, I want to say nice things, but I just I just like how it looks. That's mostly what I like. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it would function better just as a collection of stills. I don't know. I I like this part that like he's not appealing to them like a scientist. He appeals to them as a warrior. Like I I can learn. The others can't. Like I I think that's a neat take that like because he's different than all the scientists, he tries to use that. I appreciate that. My cup is empty. Is like what he says because like he's not trying to teach them anything. He wants to learn. I think that was, that was a neat take on. Which is interesting. Which is interesting because if you really think about like scientific minds in general, mm-hmm. they're constantly learning, constantly wanting to learn. So yeah. it's more of a, a pretension of the the scriptwriter here, the like, oh yeah, smart people just think they're so smart that well, they just can't they learn that. from other people. They show that to us because like Sigourney Weaver comes in here to teach them English, but he's not coming in to teach them. I anything. always, he's I always, yeah, but they're also learning their language. So that, so that inter, that interplay is clearly there. So that's why I don't understand why, why there's why they've decided to to set that up as an antagonism like these people are here to exchange information which is the whole point of organic chemistry in the first place the exchange of information <laughs> I like, like, sorry i like this part he's got like the navi clothes on now and he's got like a wedgie from yeah. i think that's funny but i always thought of the uh the scientists i think they're not in the movie they're not portrayed as scientists they're portrayed as like uh uh, missionaries would have been yeah. yes not, absolutely yeah so they're i mean like they, they come in they teach them english and they're trying to like teach them you know it, it, like white people things they're not they're not trying to exchange cultures they're not trying to like learn more about them they're trying to indoctrinate and stuff like that i i, I always viewed them as missionaries not as uh i know they are scientists their characters are scientists but the way the way they act is yeah. like is like how missionaries would have act like interacting with Native Americans. I think I really yeah. I really like come that. to save. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's funny that like every Navi in this movie is like ripped and like really fit. And I would have loved if they had like one overweight Navi. <laughs> I think that would have been really funny. <laughs> but there just there just isn't just a single oh, Navi like, that sits well, at home all day. Get, yeah, when you get to like when you're in the kind of tribal stage of your culture, you're not. Yeah, you're like if, if you're fat, yeah. then you're useless. And 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 actually, like I know when it got more, the the fatter you were, like the the more it meant when you had wealth. It meant oh, that for you, sure. yeah, it yeah. was like attractive to be overweight. Like yeah. you know, like kings and stuff and lords and people who ruled. Yeah. When they were fat, it was like oh, like this is a person who has power and has money, and yeah. they don't need to work because they have someone to do the hard work for them. So. I think it makes sense to me that there's not a fat one because like, I just they're all doing some work. There's so. like one background Navi that was just like twice like as a little bad pudgy, as little everyone. pudgy one. Yeah. <laughs> so Sully, Sully's back now. He's woken up and they're all picking his brain about because he's the first one who's gotten to stay there. Like in the, the, the home tree for the Navi. And look at little little sad Norm over there. Dodgeball the, sad, the, the, yeah. He's, he's bummed that he didn't get to do it. And who trained for five years learning the language, and this guy goes in trying to shake hands with the chief. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. It's but it's that, and that's the thing that I really, really hate is <laughs> it's it's like it's like a destiny thing, you know. It's not about hard work or like it's the same problem I have with Harry Potter. Like, there's no reason that like 
Harry can do the things that he can do. Well, Harry's not good. Like he yeah. sucks at being a wizard. He's exactly. Not good at it. And but the thing is, is like how they're made as a main character is like, oh, it's all about your your destiny type thing, and how we focus on those things and, and discount like actual ability and actual merit, um, in this way. Like we like we're made to we're made to, uh, um, you know, like have uh enmity towards norm because oh he's pouting because he spent a significant portion of his life learning everything he could for this job and this dude walks in i'm sorry that was a bad joke but he just comes in (laughs) (laughs) and and for whatever reason he's the only one that can connect with them like yeah it's it's lazy storytelling i don't know i think it's perfect and it makes me wonder like how how would how different would this story have been if if the brother lives and they don't need him to like come in and take over the body so does that mean like everyone was going to be unsuccessful until he shows up like yeah so it is like you said the whole destiny thing like it it, it just so happened that he has a twin who can take this over and, and he's a totally different kind of person so the navi treat him differently and it that's, that's what that's yeah. why it sucks that's why there's no tension around his character <laughs> yeah and they're not even they're not even like the only reason he's still alive is not because he's different it's because he had a culturally significant sign placed on him that could have happened to any of them you know it's it's it's, it literally goes back to how a culture interprets a sign especially from a religious standpoint of how they're accepted it could have been it could have been norm and there wouldn't have been any reason that it couldn't have been well then it makes me wonder so like i guess i get that the other the military there they're like they're they're fighting them and they're against them and and so they obviously they're all negative towards each other but wouldn't they respect some of them as warriors then why is it why is solely the only one that's like respected as a warrior it's because the fucking seeds landed on him like that's why he's allowed in so it's like so it's just yeah i don't know there's a lot yeah. of stuff i yeah, do like they this were part a warrior because it's like they're horses but they're like hummingbirds too i think it's so cool yeah or like yeah kind of like uh like anteaters yeah yeah I, I just like that they they like getting the nectar out instead of like they're not like chomping on hay or whatever it's like they that's not how they get their food i think it's cool again this is just take a break from dogging on the story to talk about how it looks cool instead of about how it it is cool like yeah it, it, honestly um you know how netflix has those shows where it's just like it's not even really a show it's just like background noise it's just like uh, oh for like sure moving yeah. art type thing <laughs> that's yeah. a good way to describe a lot yeah. of netflix shows <laughs> yeah it's like one of the, the the like aquarium backgrounds or whatever yeah, exactly <laughs> like, like it's just it's just there <laughs> yeah like that i think i think avatar would function better as background noise to like uh, like a dinner party than it would as as a serious narrative or a work of art like in that sense so I do, I mean... Like the lobby of, uh, of a hotel. Yeah. <laughs> I do like this. So, so, I mean, this sets up a lot of stuff for later in the movie about how the they use their, like, kind of that ponytail connection and, like, it, it can connect to, like, anything kind of alive on the planet, which is cool. It's cool to think about, like, everyone kind of being the same organism on one world and able to connect in that way. It's kind of neat. And it sets up, you know, what his character does later with other creatures and stuff, so... Yeah, it's a it's a obvious bit of foreshadowing, but I think yeah. it works. It's a yeah, it's a heavy-handed allegory, but that it's an interesting um, 
idea biologically that things could um you know grow like that but the thing is is like what what is weird though is if everybody you know if everything uh biologically um has that they would all look a lot more similar too and again that's just a that's a thing to me where i'm like i recognize the movie for just being a movie instead of like there's sometimes i like my sci-fi to be very science heavy this one i'm okay with it being more fi heavy you know more fi <laughs> and so this is the part sully's kind of explaining to them the structure of their tree and everything and and so like this is like i think it's maybe he only does something like that like one or two times where he's like kind of in on it like with the military guys like kind of giving them intel which again i think it I wish that that was more a part of the story because then that would be actual tension. Not so much tension like is Sully going to die or not. It would be tension caused between the scientists and the military people, which there is. They do have, like, arguments later on. But I don't think it's built up enough. Like, Sully just explains a couple things, and, like, now they, they're against each other, you know? I would have liked there to be, like, more what side is Sully really on, and there's not enough of that, I don't think, to make me interested enough in, like, kind of the conflict between like the science side of the corporation and like the military side of the corporation. Yeah. They, they need to spend more time building the world and looking at all of their, their cool, um, goofy trinkets that they've, they've created. Oh yeah. And the flux vortex. Gotta, gotta drop vague. (sighs) (laughs) You're like so frustrated by that. It's, I mean, it's just like pseudoscientific terms. Like they could, they would just literally call this like a specific grid section on, um, you know, uh, through the coordinates or give it like a name that didn't mean like if they are scientists, they're not going to call it a flux vortex. Because yeah. That, okay. So I, I'm a big fan of Star Trek next gen. I, I really love watching it. And when they would write for that show, they would basically be like, they would have real dialogue that they wrote. And then the writers would put in, like, technical jargon. Like, that would be, like, on the script. It'd be, like, technical jargon here. And then someone would write in, like, just some, you know, flux capacitor, some uh, gravitational warp field, some nonsense like that. Some technical shit that doesn't really mean anything toward for the dialogue or the story. It's just something to make it sound science fiction. And I am fine with it in that show because that's how the whole thing is built. Like, it's, I know it's going to sound like that. And it's 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 classic because it sounds like that. Yeah, it's kind of cheesy slash corny. It is. It is super cheesy. But the thing is, like, I think this movie is supposed to be, and I think Star Trek is not about the technical stuff ever. Star Trek is like philosophical problems. It's like dilemmas in in like your your personal beliefs, and it's more of a story about like, you know, how do you how do you overcome like cultural differences or like personal di- interpersonal differences and stuff like that. Yeah. It's not about the technology. This movie has enough technology stuff in it that like I want it and it tries to take it seriously. So when they use things like flux vortex or whatever, I don't take it seriously because it sounds fake and it sounds like it sounds like some screenwriter put like technical jargon here and or or like sci-fi jargon here and it sounds it sounds stupid. Yeah. Whereas and like I be... I appreciate it more in Star Trek because I know that it's not Star Trek isn't really about the technology, you know. Yeah, or I mean, it kind of is, but it's like it's so far in the future that it's not meant to be realistic. Yeah, you could. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this is this could be fifty years from now. They've kind of built it with the way things look to make it seem like it's not that far off, and so they should have real terms, I guess. Yeah, but again, or, or at least yeah. not like, yeah, not cheesy ones. You know, they they needed to set them up as being more, more scientific. 
Um, or like just just like another type of name. It didn't need to be pseudo scientific. It could have just been some type of like like how they call them the Hallelujah Mountains. Like, okay, that's cool. That you know, there's there's uh, implications of like taking our culture and placing them on on theirs. But like calling it a flux vortex is just like you're just supposed to assume like oh yeah things are happening like scientist wise that I don't understand and that's all. Like, yeah. It's just... So now we got our new, uh, our new creature, the flying guys. Do you know what they're called? Banshees. Are they called banshees? Yeah. Well, that's what the humans call that's them. That's what humans call they them. They have yeah. a different name that's for them in the Navi language. Yeah. I like that they talk about them. How their their connection is like more meaningful than like when they ride the horses and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're like anyone can ride the horse. You just connect to it and you can ride it. So. But w- these ones are like. Yeah. You connect to one and like that's yours. Yeah. So what I like about the uh, the banshees when they go to get Sully's banshee, he has to confront them, and the one that tries to kill him is the one that he has to bond with. But later in the movie, when uh, Natiri bonds with the jaguar, it doesn't try to kill her, and that's why she tries to bond with it, which is like the inverse of when he tries to bond with the banshee. So the banshee wants to kill you, and that's when they know like, oh, that's the one I need to bond with because oh, it heck, tries to kill okay. me. But later when she confronts the jaguar, it like yields to her, which is like yeah, that's true, okay, which is yeah. kind of cool. I like their little goggles they have on. They look like they're uh, like wings from some kind of insect because yeah. like they haven't yeah. developed, you know glass or anything like that well, i just even, think it's kind of neat that they yeah it's again it's another cool design this movie is just all cool creature designs and and uh cool like uh, visual pieces it's it's it, but it's like yeah. it's it's it, what is that uh uh all style and no substance yeah well and it's not even goggles it's just like brunt the air so that stops the flow that's so not so it, it's just yeah. like little it's just like little glass it's it's, it's, it's little cool. little world development it's kind of cool but yeah I, I i always thought of this part as like you know that part in a video game where you finally can ride, get a horse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then suddenly like, Oh wow, we can get places you unlock faster. Fast travel finally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, thank God. Like, like watching this now, all I can think of is like, man, this would be a dope video game. It's a terrible story, but it, it could have been a cool looking video game for yeah. sure. Honestly, Every... it's, it's, it's on par with video game narratives in terms of quality. Yeah. Every time I watch this movie, it makes me want to play Jack and Daxter. All the environments feel very much, like the Jack and Dexter environments really? from like like Jack and Dexter two, when they're like uh, in the just, city. It's just Jack two. It's not... Jack two, sure. But when they <laughs> leave, you uncultured swine. When they leave the city and they have to like go to the forest areas, it always reminded me of like these environments. So and plus like Jack looks like these. Uh, the, like, I kinda the do. kind yeah, of do. Yeah, I get so. that. That's it's always. What always a great game! That's such a good. So good. Yeah. I would watch a movie about that. I think Jack and Dexter could be a really dope movie. I think that'd be really great. Yeah. Just so, the second one, though. So to catch back up with the story, so so they're working from like a remote outpost now because it kind of they kind of figured out that Soli has been talking to the general is getting a little close, and yeah. I found out he's not a general; he's a colonel. So who we've gives been, a crap? We've been we've been, mis, <laughs> we've been mis, misquoting that, uh, and so that's why they moved out there. Yeah, and so now they're interacting with the Navi a lot more. Yeah, and it's interesting that she said, oh, I'm not going to have them micromanage this thing. They've been here for years. Like, And I wonder why. Yeah, that's a good point. Why did they just now do this? <laughs> yeah, like they, they literally had a school set up for children. Like the fact that, that they haven't gained any significant amount of, of information is – it's really hard to believe. Well, I would assume that before now the colonel 
didn't care about the little project and he kept his distance. But now that he is taking interest, they they're moving away. That would be my assumption. It just feels like well, they this, needed them this, out that yeah. tree. They needed them out of that tree. That yeah. was, so he was interested from the beginning. Yeah, that nothing was, about this story starts until Sully gets there. It's like everyone's been like kicking a can, just waiting for this guy to show up. Apparently, but they didn't know that he was going to show up and do this. So it's like, why wasn't why weren't efforts being made before? I guess. But they were, it's just, though, because they, they were, but like, was going out there to try to build relations. It's just like, why was it so slow before, and now all of a sudden it's like, it, it's like, yeah, he's, he's the savior character. He's the one, yeah, this. he's yeah, the catalyst. And that's why it's annoying. Okay, sure, <laughs> yeah. sure. And especially after they've shown, like, significant relationships built between, like, Sigourney Weaver's character and the other ones. Sure, yeah, yeah. It's just annoying when it feels like uh, the this movie this movie could have started with them landing on the planet and starting out with Sully there. Yeah. And it would have been the same movie. The fact that they've been there for years apparently means nothing. Like they, they, this movie could have started with like, Oh, Sully, we need you to be first contact with these guys with us because you can use the suit and, or the, 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 the avatar and, yeah, it, and it, it would have been the exact same movie. It doesn't do anything for the narrative that Sully is the dead. Or he's the twin of the dead scientist. Like he could just as easily have been the actual guy who's supposed to be in the suit the whole time yeah. or whatever. Which is another thing I wonder. Why don't like? I'm assuming the uh, Norm, the other scientist, and Sigourney Weaver's character. They must have known uh, Sully's brother Tommy. Like they must have known him, right? Like yeah, that's what they they say that. So, but um, it feels like there's not like because when Dodgeball meets him, he's like, "Hey, I knew your brother." Yeah, but yeah. like it feels Dodge like they ball. don't go. It feels like they don't. <laughs> it feels like they don't go into that enough. Like, well, I mean, the brother's not important, which is obvious. Which is so why even have the brother in it? I guess is like just so. I think that it's important that they wanted the brother who has a military background, not the scientist. And this is the way to write the brother with the military background into the story. So then just have the story start with like, hey, uh, the scientists aren't on board with this, but like the company wants to have a military guy in there too. So they have like, yeah, they have like applications open or whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Is they like could have done that. The, yeah, the that brother being in this movie means nothing. And um, them having kind of like an outpost set up where they're reaching out to the Navi before Sully even gets there also means nothing because yeah. nothing in the story takes place until Sully gets that there. That would have been a different input to have a similar output. Well, and you know, yeah. it would actually create even more tension now that you think about it. If the military had been micromanaging the entire concept that we want someone on our side in this project rather than like there's a, oh, I'm not fulfilling the role that my brother was. I'm not a PhD type thing. There was always that expectation. There's literally the only reason he's there is because of the military that would create that tension that we were yeah, talking yeah. about more like it would be implied by his very existence in this sense he's just he's just not as good as his brother and then you know subverting expectations basically i like this i mean i don't know that i like this part i like that they're showing him like becoming more a part of their culture and less a part of like human culture i guess it's like, like a like little montage of him yeah picking up so stuff. like yeah. yeah so he's just shot the this like deer thing and you know he does a little prayer over it like that she did when they killed the little jackal things i don't it's hard to know what anything is because they're all just creatures but yeah they're all just analogs of what you know we can't we can't humans can't create anything um that we haven't already seen and understood it's Which, just yeah creations i always thought that was funny because like obviously these animals are like the horse equivalent but like on an alien planet would there be a horse equivalent <laughs> 
Yeah, exactly. It would like probably the be range of biological It would be something that serves crazy. the similar function, but it probably wouldn't look horse-like, you know? It's, it's, it's a horse with an extra set of legs they is all stri- it is. Yeah, yeah. They, they shaved it and put an extra set of legs on there. Which I wonder is part of that is, too, is, like, let's not make a movie too dense for people to get. Like, let's not create some creature that's, like, conceptually too look hard to figure out like, because oh, it's like it's it's easy for an audience to go and be like that's the horse that's like this is the flying thing yeah, yeah. like it, it's easy to do that and yeah. so i get that it's it's boring kind of it's <laughs> kind of lazy but but i understand like th- this movie again this appealed to such a wide audience so it's like make a horse look like a horse it's fine it's not the coolest thing i've ever seen but just you know i get why they're like calvin said they're all just like analogs for something that already exists on earth I said that, but okay. Okay, well, I'll give you... You can have credit for whatever you, you want, bud. Thank you. So nerve-wracking, like, just hoping this vine holds. It feels like the yeah. vines are right in front of me. I want to jump for one. <laughs> just want to dive into the TV. Well, because that was a big part of this movie coming out. Was It was in. It was like it was this 3D. big 3D yeah. epic movie, and this was, like, yeah. supposed to be the best application of 3D that anyone's ever seen. Yeah. Calvin, did you see this movie in 3D? Yeah, I think we actually saw we it. Did, in yeah. IMAX, didn't Dude, we did, yeah. Dude, we did. And I got, uh, I haven't, I haven't gotten like a headache since, but I remember like having to like leave when we were watching it because I was like, I was like, whoa, this is like, and so I watched it again just in like a regular 2D. Yeah, regular theater. And, but I do remember watching it. I was like, oh man, I have to leave. Like, this is, is bugging me, which I usually don't get bothered by. Like, movies like Cloverfield, like all the shaky cam and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I usually don't get bothered by that, but this one this one got me a little bit. Yeah. I haven't like been messed up like that since, but I do remember having to leave. But yeah, we did we did all see this together way back in two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Here we are, here we are again. Yeah, it had to have been two thousand nine because I wasn't uh, had you, declared my. Yeah. I was still in a physics major. You didn't start hating the movie till two thousand ten. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if I started hating movies as much in twenty ten as much as I started appreciating a wider range of film stories interesting i like this guy this he's just like he's like the only that this kind of like navi who's like against Sully. he's like oh he's not one of us but he's like uh i think he's the only one who like acts like how a real kind of indigenous person would act to someone coming into their yeah. place and trying oh. to like adopt their culture like come on you're not really yeah i like him a lot too yeah, I mean, or really any, like, not even just to say indigenous, just, like, anyone in-group confronted yeah, with someone out-group. Yeah, for out sure. Group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 everyone else, it, it seems, is really accepting, which is really convenient for the plot progression of this movie, but he's, like, the only one who's, like, okay, come on, like, I don't trust you. Like, this guy's not oh, really one of us. I would have liked to see a different universe for this movie where it's the scientist in this part instead of, like, this guy who used to be a warrior. And they're like, you have to go capture one of these. And it's like the scientist who just gets, like, mangled by these. <laughs> just like, I just love to be like, oh, boy, oh, gosh. Like, oh, I, can't, I can't do it. Yeah. 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 That would he be actually, great. And then he actually dies. Like, oh. <laughs> that would be great. I, I would really like that. Oh, boy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get one of these guys. I'm yeah. going to get my Nor- own little dragon. Dodgeball was actually the main character all along. Dude, <laughs> I would like that. Oh, man. That would... No, the first hour of this movie is the scientist brother, and then he dies, and that's when they recruit Jake Sully. Oh my god, that would be the <laughs> weirdest movie. That would be a huge curveball. Yeah, this movie would be like four hours, but yeah. Wow, that is a 
but we've yeah, ar- we've already come up with ideas that I think are better than this movie. Yeah, exactly. Because I would like be, that. Because then it, it makes that could be the first movie. Yeah, is that is the brother like, and then if dying, like, oh, he does have a twin brother. Like that I, would be the lamest way to end a movie. Like, but there's a twin. But no, if they had, if they had <laughs> like made midway it, through the movie, I think it would be a cool idea. Sure, but if yeah, they, yeah. but if they had, if they had uh, made it like from the beginning, like, oh yeah, my twin back in the, uh, you know, the Earth states. Um, that's just like to me. That's like a poor narrative device to like say like but the main character has a twin or yeah, something yeah i agree it's a it's a poor <laughs> narrative device but it would be pacing wise would be a lot better you could develop a lot more things because then it would make the beginning uh, it would make all the stuff they were doing prior to slowly show up matter because none of it matters right now you know i think i take back what i said about liking the narration i think if the narration wasn't there and they just went straight into all of this i think people would figure it out yeah it's and that's the thing it's yeah. like it's very easy to I understand think, i think as far as narration goes i don't mind this because other movies do narration a lot worse yeah but yes i i would like to see a version of this i love he's just laughing at him he's like please fall <laughs> <laughs> Like, and I know he's the character you're supposed to be like, oh, God, I, I hate this rival guy, but I like him better than Sully. <laughs> so I, I guess I kind of wonder, what are the next movies going to be about? Like, is it going to be more of Sully being a savior character, or are we going to get, like, more Navi people being, like, the main character? I think in kind of the cultural climate we're in right now, it would be uh, maybe a little out of pocket to have it be about a white guy Racial dressed inequality. up as a blue guy again. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah, exactly. It would like be that. it would be better if it was more about an actual Navi instead of Sully. So, do I, you think he's going to be human for any part of the movie? Do you well, think he's, he's going to be Navi the whole the whole time? Well, I mean, to I don't want to like spoil the end, but like he's he is Navi now. No, no, but like they don't they don't show they like destroy the body. That like there's no there's no telling what happens to the body. Oh, after so they they have a scene. You know? They had a scene a little bit earlier that we kind of skipped over. One of the Navi dies, and they put the body at the tree in like kind sure, of that yeah, fetal yeah. position, and it's that that person's dead now. And they do the same thing to Sully's character. They put him in that like by the tree, and he's dead now, and he takes over the Navi body. Right. So I'm just I'm just saying it's. I, I would have a hard time believing. That, like, I guess you're right. This because this movie again, you can do whatever you, you want. You can do anything exactly. I'm just curious what you think. I don't. So. I don't. I think that would be really stupid. I think it would be stupid too. And and I think that they they announced like. Most of the movies filmed underwater, right? Yeah, I mean, Jaden said that. I haven't actually confirmed it because I don't care Jayden's about the second good movie. About that stuff, <laughs> right. I think I'm gonna believe him. But which, I'm which curious, by the way, like, we are, we, yeah, we are missing Jaden on this one. Uh, uh, he's not feeling well, but uh, you know, hoping he gets better soon. Depending on when you listen to this podcast, he might be better already. <laughs> he's probably better now. He's just you know busy with uh, busy with all the ladies. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> I have a hard time believing he would ditch us to hang out with a girl. I don't have a I don't <laughs> <laughs> But this is like a neat part. Now he's he's got his he's got his little dragon on his side. He's flying around and now it he's like so pretty. I just I love the color design in this movie. Everything is so vibrant. Calvin shaking his head. I mean, yeah, it's it looks nice. <laughs> That's something positive, right down. I already, I already. Oh dang it! He already said it looked nice earlier. So. Dang it! It's kind of hard to say. Yeah, how many times? How many ways can you say that and have it mean something different? So actually, Calvin, obviously we keep memeing on you. We know that you don't like this movie very much anymore. <laughs> when you did like this movie, what was it that you did like about it? You know, it's it's tough to put it into words because it was really more about like the feeling, like this. Um, 
sense of adventure. I, I you know, what, whatever, like whoever th- likes this movie knows exactly what I'm talking about. Like when they just think about the things that they do like different, um, different experiences, um, alien world, different colors and things. And like, I guess there's some like in group of acceptance type thing that, uh, you know, I actually even heard like there was like some some people trying to start like a their own Navi clan basically <laughs> okay. on a reserve somewhere. <laughs> yeah, because they were just so enamored with the with the uh, the customs and the visuals and the emotions of this film. That Talk they about like, being like culturally unaware to like Native Americans who are already doing that. Yeah, like, like oh my god. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I mean, the thing is, is like it's just one type of human experience you just don't have it in what you're experiencing and in in your life and you're just looking for it like that's that's kind of what i would say the feeling of this movie is and why it made so much money is sure yeah that that feeling because otherwise it's like yeah and it's pretty you know it looks cool i like these structures i like to think that there was like an old civilization that used to live there that's like the remnants of like a, a large building i always thought it was like some kind of it's crazy like a, it's a geological tectonic thing. plate yeah. movement, but it, I get what you're saying. I always like to think that it's a cool geological structure for yeah. sure. Oh yeah, look at the flux vortex. Yeah, <laughs> it's fluxing. They have the the schematics up. It's fluxing at max capacity right now. It's just dumb. Like we already know. Like you know, obviously flux is um, a part of electromagnetic f- physics. Like, obviously, we all mm. we all know that. It's just so. I learned that in film school. Weird. Yeah. I just want to watch Interstellar now and see scientists that actually know what they're talking about. Should just, yeah, that... just stop the movie right now, start Interstellar. Yeah, like, <laughs> new, new play. Okay, here we go. Big death from above scene. This is uh, this is your big critter. The the biggest of Banshees. I can't remember what he's called. Taruk Maktao, I think. Yeah. I can't believe I remember amazing. that. Is that, that what it's called? And you I can't am, remember Giovanni Rubizi. I am like 40% sure it's Taruk Maktao. You know, so I, I played with, like, Bionicles when I was younger, and they all had, like, really similar names like that, like Matanui, and, like... Yeah. <laughs> isn't, that from, isn't that from Moana? No, Matanui's the, like, uh, the island that the Bionicles are on. You're thinking of Maui. Okay, whatever. Yeah. But, no, they, yeah, they have, like, names like that, so whenever I... Yeah, I just think about Bionicles all the time. Okay, if we want a little deep cut, talk about Bionicles. <laughs> so, so Jaden's on this podcast with us and everything. Jaden's one of my best friends. He's, you know, we're all really good friends. And McKenna's my brother. And the only reason I know Jaden is because Jaden wanted McKenna's Bionicles. Yeah, we were we were we were buds way yeah. before you were with him. McKenna and Jaden were friends before I was friends with Jaden. And the reason Jaden and McKenna became friends is because. Jaden wanted to steal McKinnon's Bionicles. <laughs> yeah, and then Jaden turned 15 and s- decided to like football more. Yeah, and then, so we and stopped then, being yeah, friends. And, and then we and then we were good friends. So. Uh, good I like I like bringing up Bionicles because that's if it weren't for your snow Bionicle with the one eye. God, I can't remember, remember his name. Yeah, Jaden and I would have never been friends. <laughs> oh, how the turntables. <laughs> okay, let's. Well, we got to listen. Taruk Maktao, yes, that is its name. I am, st- I am stunned that I knew what that was called. Oh no, that was that, that was, was his grandfather's name. That was foreshadowed. No, it says Taruk chose him. That's the name of the beast. Is Taruk Maktao? No, um, it was a writer of the Last Shadow. 
that's Teru what Makoto was mighty. Okay. Well, he brought the okay. That's the person. Teru yeah, Makau yeah. Okay. The person. Either way, it's something. But the from fact, this the fact that you something. did remember it. Yeah. I have not seen this movie. In... I'm pretty good at remembering stuff too. Yeah. I remembered Pandora. <sighs> I remembered Unobtainium. <sighs> I remember Jake Sully. Okay, whatever. I remember Natiri. Taruk Maktao is a biggie though. I'm stunned that I knew it. Though. I haven't seen this movie in like like uh, years and years. I also I also like when they cut from like the aliens world to like back to Jake being in his body and like the contrast of like this environment that's like pretty gray and dull. Uh so one of the movies I really really like is Coraline and they cut mm. from like her her version of the mansion which is very dull and everything's flat and then you go to the other mother and everything's vibrant and stuff and this movie's obviously trying to do something very similar. I don't know that I'd say it's like flat. I just think it's all Every, everything else is naturally lit. This is all fluorescent bulbs. And so I think that's like the lighting yeah. lends itself more to the change of tone of them being in like their human experience and them, them being in the Navi experience. Sure. I think it seems I, intentional though. Yeah, yeah. for sure. For yeah. sure. I, but I think it's more lighting than it is like, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it's like saturated differently or like the colors are toned down. I just think the lighting has changed, yeah. which is the same point you're making. Sure. I, I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to be a, an asshole about it and, <laughs> and, and, and say I'm right about my point. I just want to talk about Coraline. Yeah. I also don't understand why they're here. So yeah, so they've gone back to the regular compound. Or at least he's just here for some reason. Like they were just up in their their little compound in the mountains. Well, he's reporting to the corporal though. Like, yeah, but give how did he update. get here? Why? Like they have video transmission. That's not important. They don't need to waste time in the movie showing how he gets here because that's not important to the story. I agree with that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And and honestly, I'd rather have a scene where their two actors are interacting together. I don't really want to see a, a Zoom call. Yeah, but okay, but I don't remember this like the story all that well. If he goes back to the thing, there is like no reason why he's here. You but know. there is. He he's letting him know that he's like really close, and he's got to he get. But how did he get here? It doesn't matter. The, so it does because it doesn't make any sense. Like, why would you have like one random guy who can't fly anything, <laughs> who just shows up back up like to report Here's to the thing, the colonel, a guy who is not <laughs> his superior. There are They're not connected at all. There are a hundred videos on YouTube of people criticizing movies, being like, "But how does this happen? Or how did yeah. the person get here?" it's not important to the narrative so they don't need to waste time on it in the yeah. movie because that's not what's important. I agree with that. I don't I, I get don't that, like, I agree with that but there are better ways of doing there it. There probably are, but I've never once watched this movie and thought, "Man, but how does he get here? This movie sucks. How does Jake get here? His legs don't work. He he can't even walk here." Yeah, exactly. But that's the whole thing. No, they they say that they say that he has to go back. They say just earlier they said he has a, he has to go back and meet him. So that's why he shaves and everything because he's going back to meet him. I'm just saying it doesn't matter. Oh, I don't. I don't that, Calvin. There you I, go. I, I don't Still. care that there's a. I don't care that there's a scene on him getting there. Why he's there? It's. It, it's not. It's like McKenzie. I don't think it's important. Just. Just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's an important either, which is why I don't understand why it's there. Fair enough. And so, why is Sigourney Weaver's avatar still in? people clothes that's what i'm saying is like yeah. why why what was the point because she's more comfortable she's that's another thing they but, don't need to waste time but on. what was the point of them being avatars if they were just going to act like people anyways yeah like if you're not even to gonna, draw a relationship like, they don't need to dress like the avatar they don't need to dress like the navi to make a relationship then with why them. if they don't need to dress like them why do they need to look like them yeah like what because what, what that, are they trying to signal like you're you're trying to, to activate like sympathy neurons just by the the body like if you're not even being sympathetic towards the culture, it's going to be harder to That's to, to make that connection. I, I understand why she's wearing clothes, though I get what you're saying, that maybe it would be better 
it would be better if they were wearing the it, same clothes it, yeah. as if the If the Navi. point of them being it, avatars is to be as close to the native population as possible, it ruins the illusion. why are they yeah. wearing a Stanford tank top? Yeah, it like, it's illusion, not like yeah. yeah, it's not like they can just go to the nearest big and tall section. Like they had to <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They must have had. Like, they had to make they those took, clothes yeah, specifically for the bodies well, the in the first really sh- place. All the clothes are really short on them, so it's like regular people yeah. clothes, but they're all crop tops. It's still, it's, yeah. it's goofy. It's goofy. Yeah. Like she's like, better pack my Stanford T-shirt for my 11 foot tall body. I like, didn't even realize that she was wearing a Stanford. It t-shirt. is. Yeah. Oh my god. Have you guys? Have you guys seen? The I pitch? didn't know. Yeah, the branded Navi <laughs> clothing. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen the pitch meeting for this movie? The one from uh, Screen Rant. No, no, I haven't. They uh, they're joking about the uh, the ponytails. They're like, yeah, and then they put the ponytails in the the creatures to control them. They're like, oh, so it's like a sexual thing, right? <laughs> they're like, no, 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 it's just to control them. They're like, oh, well, how do they how do they how do they have sex? They put the ponytails in each other. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so it's a sexual yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, That's pretty good. Yeah. So now they're connecting to the the, the spirit tree, or is this a spirit tree, or is this just a tree? I think this is a tree because yeah there's there's more than one of these yeah Yeah. it's just you know again i think it's a neat concept to be like oh we can you can connect to all the things there's cool things biologically there's cool things in this movie i just know she has gauges like real punk rock gauges right i do like that that look doesn't fit at all and no one else wears them but oh aren't there uh there are uh like African tribes that do a lot of like kind of body I mean, modifications in this movie. like that. Oh, okay, okay. I guess I haven't noticed everyone's ears to see if like they also have it, but I don't. I haven't seen any other ones. I'm busy looking everywhere I can for the overweight Navi. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so we're about to come up. This is the sex scene, right? This is the sex scene. Okay, yeah, yeah we're 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 at it. What do you think? Is it necessary for this? Like, do you think it? I think it's brief. It's not like no, it goes on forever. I'm not. I'm not against it being in the movie. And it, it, I think this is the one bit of tension in the movie. I think is is so she she sleeps with him, and then later on she kind of finds out that they he's kind of betrayed the Navi by talking to the Colonel, and then she's really mad at him. And that's like this. That's like the one bit of this movie where I was like, oh man, like finally some tension between characters. And I think yeah, real I think conflict. Yeah, and I think this scene is I- important to set that up because like before that they're just like friends and they're kind of like flirting around, but now they've made this. They, this movie is all about connections and connection to each other, connection to the, your world, connection to your environment, and so now they're connected through this scene. And when they find out there's like a betrayal later, it's like that's, and that's why I think Calvin's talking about like Zoe Saldana's acting is great in this because like that scene where she's like crying and she's like devastated that like Soli kind of sold them out like this. And it's the best, I think, acting-wise, the best scene in the movie. I mean, and that's why I think it's acting, because I felt the emotion. I felt the character emoting, and mm-hmm. I, I believe that that is a real real acting by Zoe Zeldania in that scene. And that's why I think she is an actress in this movie, and not just a, it's not just a CGI character. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's an important scene in the movie. It's, I mean, it comes up later, and you know, I, I just think it matters a lot. You know, it is interesting, too, thinking about the the ponytails. Like, if you're connecting with the other organic life with your ponytails. (laughs) Yes, Calvin. Is it, like, akin more to just a hug, then? 
Because <laughs> I, I feel like that's the that's the, like they gave it like extra weight, but like if you're if you're going around like it it'd be a lot easier to say we're just hugging the horses rather than you know sticking our ponytails in them. Well, but I mean like when they Navi interact with each other, they do like that kind of sign where they like touch their forehead and like acknowledge each other and whatnot. They don't hug each other. Like, so that's, like, their hug or whatever. They don't, like, go to each other and, like, put their ponytails in each other. So I think there is a more intimate thing when it's, like, Navi to Navi. The I way, suppose. the same way I think it's kind of, like, an intimate thing that they do with their animals they're riding sometimes. You know, I, I don't know. That's what I took from it. I it's just I just don't understand. I guess it's not a good equivalent. I don't uh, think it's sexual all the time. I think it's situation, like, based. I think it's who they're connected with. It's, it's I don't know. That's what I think. I think it's when it's solely in... Nadiri? Nadiri. Is it a T or a D? T. T. I was just going to say, I really like how tense the scene feels with, like, Nadiri screaming and, like, trying to drag Jake away. I, I really like how that, that yeah. little sequence. Just for me, I thought that the tension was really good. I'm ready for Calvin. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like, but... like Nadiri's character is the only one that seems real. And, and she's the only one that's, like, an actual character in this movie. Yeah, like yeah, like exactly. her her emotion in the movie is is the only one that's like seems palpably real. And and uh, yeah, you're talking about like her screaming, like wake up, you know, she's like genuinely like, oh my god, like do I have to leave him and let him get run over? Like it's god, yeah. Just think about the transformer that it's we're trying to do though. I do love the how they gave that guy uh, a denim vest. Yeah, he looks like, like a truck driver or something. Yeah. <laughs> like on like another planet. It is weird. It, it is weird like that somehow the, the clothing didn't advance at all in like however many years changed between them landing on, you know, Do they ever the say current what day year and Pandora. Is? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Maybe it's in like the graphic novel or something. <laughs> the, it's in the, yeah, it's in the, the, the novelized version of the movie. I mean, I think I don't there know. is I don't a graphic know. novel. It's, is there really? I thought I'm, you were just I'm making a joke. There is. <laughs> I, thought you were I just can't joking. prove it, but I, I'm pretty sure there is. I don't know. It would probably just be a comic, not a graphic. Mean, would it be graphic novel? This movie isn't even especially graphic. So. I mean, a comic is just <sighs> a short graphic novel. That's not true. Yeah, it is. Graphic novels are more graphic than. That's why they get the. Comic name. is all graphic. <laughs> I mean, graphic in the way that it's violent. That's not what graphic novel means. Graphic novels in, have in pictures. In terms of in terms of like uh, how you rate a movie or how you'd rate like uh, you know any kind of visual piece of work, it, you would say something is graphic in nature, like it is violent in nature, or it is like sexually graphic. But that's not what graphic novel means. It is what it means. We'll find them. Because otherwise, all comic books would just be called graphic novels. They're not. Some are comic books and some them. are graphic novels. That's what I'm gonna start calling comics. You know, gra- graphic is is uh, they're relating it to like the uh, severity of the content. We're not even talking about this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so the tractor has just run over a sacred area for the Navi. So how how does this guy, the uh, the guy that Nateri is supposed to end up with, how does he know that they had sex? Because as soon he as they pop up, he's like, you you had, you had mated with this woman or whatever? Well, I yeah. think it's their... They can their body language it. and is it a smell thing i don't they don't ever explain it he just knows i just think it's like they've been gone together all night their body language they've been together she obviously cares a lot about him they've kind of set that up like they kind of do a lot of flirting stuff and he's jealous so i think it's i think it's i think it's set up enough that you can believe that his character would kind of have gleaned enough knowledge from their relationship that she, he know. would he would be able to know that like yes they, they probably fooled around I don't know. It just—it sounds like something he should assume, but the way he says it makes it sound like a sure thing. Like I thought he, he knows said, it. I thought he said like question. 
it is like a question, but it's all about the tone. That that Navi tone. I wonder how they went about figuring out the accent for them. I wonder if it was actually any kind of work that went into it, or if it was just like just kind of talking away, like. Oh, the Navi language. Yeah, I, I wonder how much effort was put in that. Because I think about movies like Lord of the Rings, where it's like there's so much effort put into language and and how it's how it's spoken, how it sounds, and and I don't know. Or I mean, getting into the lighthouse. Lighthouse talks. T- I mean, there's so much time spent on accents so in that movie. So specific. And so I just wonder if it was. Was it just like just sound vaguely Native American, or if they really wanted the actors to sound a certain way in this? So. Uh, I think they did. I think they did have language coaches and everything. Um, I think there is um, a small bit of dialogue or a small bit of language base that they created for the Navi language. Um, but yeah, especially like when it's coming out of Sam Worthington, it's just like it may as well not exist. Well, well he, and he's not, not he's not trying to. He's yeah, just a person. He's supposed to sound like a human trying to do that accent. That's why it doesn't sound as good. I don't even think he's trying to have an accent. I, think I he's mean, just talking. Yeah, 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 sure. His yeah. English is, I mean, his, his American accent isn't very good. Isn't the is Sam Worthington? Australian. Is he okay? Oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I it would have been interesting if instead of grabbing him to like slit his throat if he was going to like cut off his ponytail well like i we wonder earlier, that would have been interesting i kind of i kind of i was just thinking that i wonder if it's like he he's like he, this isn't even a real navi so cutting off the ponytail doesn't really mean anything he's like interesting, he's yeah. like this is how people kill each other so we should kill him like how humans kill each other not how navi kill each other i don't know if he would know how humans kill each i don't other. know I, I that's just what i thought just in that moment i was yeah. like oh that's interesting that he had it to his neck and not his ponytail that would have been a little thing yeah. they could have done different to like grab the ponytail instead again that's that might be just me thinking like oh that's clever he's gonna kill him that way because i also really because like he's that not part. a real navi i also really like that part he's like you crossed the line and then he just knocks him out <laughs> do you say snap is that another on. is that another line you quote to your wife <laughs> i quote it every time i watch this movie <laughs> I, I, and then you put her in little snap bracelet. <laughs> then, <laughs> then we pause the movie. Yeah, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, oh, man. No, so I... What are you going to do, Ranger Rick? I like that part. <laughs> you going to shoot me? So so this is what I'm talking about. It's like, I, there is no... I, I would like this movie better if there was more tension, more interaction between Sigourney Weaver's character and the major, and the Colonel's character. Because he's just because bad right, for the sake of it. There's yeah, no reason. Because right now, like their their little their little interaction right there is cool. It's it's good. It's it's funny and it makes sense in the movie. But prior to that, it's just solely meeting with him, and she's like, "Oh, I don't like this. Let's go to another spot." I would have liked if there was more. I, I I want more conflict in this movie. There's no conflict in this movie, and I want it to be between Sigourney Weaver and the major. And and that's. <laughs> That's why this movie is kind of boring besides so, it looking good because none of that stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So isn't this like, this is the problem, right? Because people, c- you can watch a movie and be like, man, they could have added this. That would have gone a long way. But the problem is this movie's two hours and 40 minutes. So it would have been super long if they added that. So then what do you remove from it? If you wanted to like have this thing between Sigourney Reaver and the uh, corporal or whatever. Because, like, this movie's super long, and I believe that this is, like, the standard version of the movie, and there's an extended one out there that's, like, three hours. Okay, this is going to sound bad because we've been talking about how good this movie looks. Remove these – cut some of the scenes that are just, like, visual scenes. The montages? Like, like, like cut cut those. Cut those that way – because the visual stuff is fine, but it doesn't matter. Like, having a visually spectacular movie – means kind of nothing if it has no narrative behind it you would rather have something more story driven 
I'd rather cut, and I'd rather cut uh, a few of the characters. You know, like we don't need so many different characters. They don't. I mean, they don't spend like any time at all on like dodgeball or the well, other scientists. I guess by cutting characters, I mean cut Soli back a bit. Yeah, cut Soli back a bit. Cut Giovanni Ribisi. Cut the Colonel. Um, it those characters are like five minutes each. Like they're barely. Yeah, but here we are. Here we are spending a significant amount of time trying to um, validate why they're there in the first place. Isn't that important to validate? No, that's the thing. It's like they can. It it doesn't need to be a scene um, as much as it can just be like a bureaucrat. I mean, what would be more more likely in a real world situation is just be like, here's a memo from the corporate bureaucrats uh, telling you to pull out. Yeah, but that's a boring movie. It is, but it creates so much like. But that but that's the thing is it creates as much tension. But this is more cinematic than that. Like what you're suggesting would be very boring to watch, wouldn't it? Well, he'd still be attacking the uh, the tractors. Yeah, but th- that sequence that you're suggesting, where you just get a memo from the higher ups, that that wouldn't be very cinematic as opposed to this. Yeah, but this is. <sighs> I would rather watch this movie than that one. Than yeah, him getting punched in his little pod is just it's just melodramatic. It's just yeah. I think it's the perfect amount. Of dramatic. Why is she wearing sunglasses inside? <laughs> God, she kind of just hates everything. <laughs> <laughs> because it looks what was the cool. whole point of her running there in it's the first very place? Bright Why on was Pandora. it a shot? It's because, very bright on Because Pandora. it looks cool. They've written a, a book, a textbook, and, and so, they literally so have never, can, like... It's so that she can show up and look cool with her, her pilot outfit on and her glasses. And her, and her Yeah, yeah. It's, it's she has to be... Because, again, this movie is, is so shallow in how it portrays its characters. She is the pilot character. That's all she is. She's a pilot character, and... We wouldn't know that if she didn't run around with aviators on. That's w- that's why she has aviators <laughs> on inside. I agree with you. <laughs> that's why. So we kind of we we're discussing. So Sully does these video logs throughout the movie and. He just had the one where he's talking about how it's it's useless to try and continue this kind of operation. Like, they're never going to move out of the home tree. And so that's why everyone's mobilizing right now. And so it's just like, it, it kind of, what Calvin was saying earlier, like, why did they even care about trying to do that in the first place? Like, why did they even try to move them out? Like, it, it was always going to be a violent thing, you know? But they say it's because of the stockholders on Earth. That's what he says. That's what the unopinion guy says. Stockholders on Earth now don't give a shit about killing people. Like, yeah, who exactly. Who fucking cares? Yeah, exactly. really on another happening. planet. Who like, gives a I'm shit just, if they murder these people? I don't say... <laughs> I, I'm just saying what the movie says. I'm just okay. saying people do terrible things for like corporate capital gain they've, already. Yeah, like, done, Why yeah, would it done, matter if yeah. it's happening I'm a just, billion light years I'm away? Just saying, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just the messenger. It is, it, but but that's what I'm saying. It's, it's it's stupid for the story. It's a bad plot. I don't it's know. it's dumb. <laughs> like the the Navi need to have some kind of intrinsic value in themselves in order for them to not be slaughtered right away, because obviously, mm-hmm. like humanity has more firepower. They can they can get rid of these guys. Yeah, they're not even like so. The, the something tree is just like in yeah. the way. Like, but they have enough explosives that they could just destroy it. And they yeah. literally wouldn't care because all they care about isn't the organic materials. They only care about is the mineral. Yeah. It, there has to be something inherently valuable about the Navi. Like, uh, you know, so like when settlers got to America, it was like you know, uh, Native Americans helped them cultivate land and track and hunt and figure out like the land they were living on. 
there is that is not a problem in this. So the the native population has no intrinsic value in this situation where there were times where Native Americans did have value before they were, had smallpox blankets thrown on them. But in this movie, they don't. So why would they not just be murdered right away? Like, and the the whole like, oh, the stockholders, like, who cares? They wouldn't care. No, no, for, for sure. I yeah. get what you're saying. And I and I get you defending the narrative. Like, I'm not defending it. I'm just explaining ex- what they yeah. said earlier. I get that you bringing you bringing that stuff up makes sense because we are supposed to live in the world of this movie and we're supposed to understand like this is the rules that have been set up and so in, in the rules but the rules the make universe, no sense to me yeah. in the rules of the universe they make sense if yeah. this move if the events in this movie happen tomorrow you're probably right yeah. it would it would play out the way you're saying i yeah. would love for yeah i, I just i yeah <laughs> i do like this that they there's these future vehicles and everything but they still have like art on the side it's like so like World War Two. I think it's just so rad. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I quote this uh, this part to my wife a lot too. This is Papa Dragon. <laughs> you do not say I that do. to her. Oh my I god! I do. I'm not joking. <laughs> and then I slap the the slap bracelet on her. <laughs> yeah. Dude, stop! Oh my god, that's so funny. Oh my god. We get a good insight into your home life there. <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't remember if I said, but I used to I used to work at a, a Sears in the electronic department, and uh, we watched this movie over and over and over. So yeah, I've I've most of this ingrained into my into my very DNA. So yeah, I, I quote it all the time to her. <laughs> I want to be home in time for dinner. <laughs> This is another one of the really impressive visual parts of this movie when they start bombing the tree and just like how it crumbles apart and all the the explosives interacting with it, I think is just, it's so well done. Well, yeah. And right after this, another really good Zoe Zaldana scene because she's the only real actress in this whole movie. I also really like that they capture the scale of the tree because it's kind of difficult to tell how big the tree is. But like in that shot where you get to see like these crafts next to the tree and like he looks up and he's like that was one big goddamn tree or whatever yeah you really capture the scale of it which is like yeah that's a tough thing to do well i mean because you've seen people inside these aircraft and so you know how yeah. big a person is to compare to the aircraft well, and then when you see the aircraft next to it and they're dwarfed yeah. it's you're right it, it sets up the scale it's well. also kind of difficult inside the tree because our brains kind of trick us the the navi are like 10 or 12 feet tall but inside the tree, when it's just a bunch of Navi and there's no humans, I think my, my brain certainly interprets them as like regular human-sized. You're aliens. for sure right about that. I do forget. But they're giant. It's, it's when it's I, I forget about it the whole movie until they're by a person. And yep. then I'm like, oh, yeah, these are like giant people. Like, they're huge. Because you get like kind of a sense of scale when like way back at the beginning of the movie where the arrows are stuck in the tires. And you were talking about that. Yeah. And the arrows are humongous. Yeah. And yeah, so it's like you, you, you do tend to forget because they – they don't have enough interaction between humans and Navi, I think, to let you remember that they're big. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a, something I would have liked to see more of, again, because I don't understand why the humans don't, just don't interact with them in the first place. But. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe, yeah, maybe they didn't have the humans interact with them because of the difference in scale. It would be weird if Sigourney Weaver was, like, like, teaching the children, and the children are her size. I just think, like, do you think the pilgrims showed up, they saw Native Americans, and they are like, fuck, like, we don't look like them at all, like... I mean, that was a long time ago, I'm sure no one thought that way. Well, I'm just saying, like, 
why would you think that way now? Like, what would have, like, why, what in your brain would have changed to be like, we should be tall and blue if we're going to interact with these people? I don't it's know. It's like, I'm just saying, it's like, people. I could see wanting to interact you, with an alien species different than, like, an alien group of humans. I can't, like, I can imagine having first contact with some species now, some alien species now, and being like, we better look like them, otherwise this is not going to work. Like, I just think that you would figure it out. People interact with each other all the time. I don't know why it'd be any different to try and figure out how to make it work. There's so many movies, like, like Arrival, Mm. which is one of my favorite like kind of first contact movies yeah, yeah. and it's they they bring in they, again they bring in like scientists and stuff they bring in like a linguist and a physicist to figure out how to communicate with the aliens in that movie yeah they don't try to dress up like heptapods which is like what the aliens look like yeah they don't they don't try to do any gimmicky thing they just they just literally try to decode each other's languages yeah and like and through that the alien characters and the human characters like form a relationship with each other yeah there is no kind of nonsense avatars you're yeah, like an independence day when yeah. they try to make contact with the aliens and they bring the helicopter with all the flashing lights on it yeah like something like that yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. interesting because when the day comes and humans actually make contact yeah. with an alien and again it'll this be is interesting a... to see how how we actually do yeah. it <laughs> again this is a wacky sci-fi movie i just everything about it i'm just like i, I that the avatar part of this movie makes no sense like yeah. the 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 title of the movie that part of the movie makes no sense to me like yeah just be people. Like, why would you? Why wouldn't you just be people? They should just name the movie People instead of Avatar. Yeah, they, uh, People. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch that movie. I want to watch that. I like that he's just drinking coffee. Like just another day in the like. This is what he's been waiting for. Like, yeah, let me add him. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys have seen Futurama. There's an episode. A couple episodes where it take place on Mars, and there's like Martians there, and they have like really flat noses, which is what uh, Natiri's dad looks like. He he looks like a Martian from Futurama. That's what I think every time. Every time I see his face, because he's just like a really wide, flat nose, and he looks like one of the Martians from Futurama. Which is funny because the Martians from Futurama are these allegories for Native Americans. They're like <laughs> very tribal. Very, it's it's obvious that that's what they're supposed to be uh, aligned with and everything. It's it's pretty funny. Did you see that quick zoom, Calvin? Oh yeah. I'm Felt it. It was really good. That is one of my favorite shots, though, when, like, the tree starts to crumble and, like, shifts. But the quick zoom is, is really cheap, I think. I, I hate it. <laughs> I think it's weird seeing uh, practical kind of filmmaking techniques in a, like, a virtual scene. Because, like, none of this is real. So it is weird to see, like, a quick zoom thing like that. Or, like, like seeing, like, shaky cam and stuff in where you... It ruins the illusion because yeah. if you if you were yeah. so uh, it's like why would they have a camera to because it makes you think that there's someone maybe in a helicopter right. flying behind them filming this and they do a zoom in shot yeah. or something like that. So I was listening to a review for Pacific Rim, and the the first oh. Pacific Rim has a a lot of the shots where they're fighting the monsters and the robots or whatever. The shots are filmed from like a human's perspective, like they're on the ground or something. Yeah, which makes sense. But the second one has a lot of shots that are like sort of ethereal like it would be an impossible shot it's, for it's, a human it's to like get. they have it's like they're trying to film it like it's practically filmed right right yeah and it like it ruins the illusion of the second movie and the, yeah. the first one is filmed with way more heart in it and it's more realistic it is odd yeah it, 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 there are so many because it's not something you really notice but like subconsciously you're like man that first one was filmed better yeah but then, like, it's kind of hard to, like, actually put into words. I mean, I brought it up when we were talking about Fellowship of the Ring. and I really like noticing when, like, whatever filmmaking technique you have changes. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's some scenes that are, like, filmed with a shake and not shake cam, like handheld cam. Like, yeah. when they're fighting in, in Moria, it's, like, all handheld. And then there's some shots in, like, The Shire, which is, like, a more peaceful, you know, 
kind of suburban area, and they're all filmed on like stable tripods, or it's like a boom. It's all very calculated, specific shots they want to have. That it's you know the camera goes a certain way, and it's stable the whole time, and it all conveys kind of a different tone for whatever scene it's in. In this, it's like it, it kind of it, it just seems to like bounce around too much for me. Like it, like we were talking about slow mo earlier, and then we get these like snap zooms, and it's just it's. It, it, nothing about this is, seems cohesive, and it doesn't seem to lend itself to whatever kind of storytelling it's trying to do in the scene. And especially the snap zooms, because it's like, you don't need to do that. It's a virtual scene. Yeah. You don't need to film it like it's... like Because it, it does. It makes it look like they have someone with a camera who is zooming in. And why would you ever do that? Calvin, is that all, is that all accurate? Yeah, I the, mean... The, yeah. Zoom, the zoom technology? It's just kind of... It's just out of place. I mean, it seems like if you're going to change your filming technique for a particular shot, it should be to facilitate a different emotion that you're trying to get across, right? I mean, not necessarily an emotion, but but a tone or an atmosphere sure, or a yeah. perspective. But it doesn't seem to be any of those things. It seems to want to be an intense narrative at some points and then also like an action documentary. Okay. Sorry, I'm 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 cutting in, but this is the scene I'm talking about. This is like her best scene, which is like so mad. It's the only scene that feels real in this whole movie. I like uh, her ears, like the the ears of their like species react to like the different emotions that they're feeling, which I yeah. think is just a cool attention to detail. And here you go. What's his name? The guy from Friends, r best actor. What's his name? Guy from Friends, Giovanni something. Oh, here we go. See, and now it's like weird slow-mo. Like, yeah. even weirder. It's like, whoa. There's no reason for it. So that that is slow-mo that's filmed on a regular camera and then slowed down. That's not slow-mo that's filmed on, like, a high, higher-speed camera. That's why it looks, like, uh, blurry. Yeah, yeah, super grainy. Yeah. Uh, and why? Like, there's so many different things going on in this movie. Like, there's so many different filming styles. I and and now like look at the the way the the light is and everything it's it's the way the colors aren't saturated anymore it's just so this movie is so fucking all over the place yeah like all the colors are completely muted now well i mean they could be doing that for like what i was saying with like the coraline thing like this is to really show like the difference in like the way that the humans see things and the way that the but it's different see things. It's different than what it was even a moment ago. But, but now it, they're like the same. they're it, creeping it up yeah, a little but bit see, more. But see now, look more. at look at how jarring this is. Now you have a really robust scene with so many colors and you, and you have so much. That's the point. Going. That's the contrast that the that I I believe that that's the contrast that they were going for. I get that they want a contrast. I think it's it's the it's too much really it's it's too much okay so yeah, they go through they... this tough time or whatever and now and now you get back to like the normal tone of the movie it's a, i think a really abrupt tone change in uh, uh lighting color and film style that's interesting yeah. so so see going to this now they're all in this prison cell you've everything where they were they were shutting down the system and you know punching norman or whatever they desaturated everything yeah and i don't know why she hasn't been court-martialed already for flying off in the middle of an engagement she didn't sign up for this shit yeah yeah course. yeah that's a good point why she didn't she, sign up for why this is she there <laughs> she should have been in big trouble yeah absolutely so i mean that's what that's is her name that's the, she's from fast and furious what is her name um helicopter pilot i want to say right? hernandez i think her name is pilot one pilot one that's what she's credited as I just, she's just, I don't like her at all. <laughs> but yeah, she's not it even was wearing sunglasses weird, like, anymore, though. I don't know what role she is. She yeah, took off the sunglasses. Who is her name even? is Trudy 
Chacon? Chacon? It's not true. That's the name of her character. Uh, the <laughs> actress is Michelle Rodriguez. Rodriguez, yeah. Yeah, I don't like her. But that's what I'm saying. I don't even I don't even remember when her character got introduced, and I don't even remember her saying her name, so I don't know how you would know that her name was Trudy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Classic Trudy. Why? Maybe a scene. That look at look at Sigourney out. Weaver. Like I'll run slowly behind wheelchair guy here. Like yeah. like just go ahead. She's trying it. so hard to stay behind him. Yeah. She's like, okay, this is the lead character in the movie. Better stay behind him, even though it makes no sense. Yeah, like oh, a door. I gotta run ahead and get that for you, huh? Oh, there you go, Chacon. T. Oh, is it okay? I I wasn't. Yeah, but it's still just a T. So unless somebody said Trudy somewhere else, you wouldn't know. What did I say? I've never noticed that. I've seen this movie a thousand times. I've never noticed that. Her name's on the ship. Look at that. She bought the ship. No, that's like a normal thing. She owns it. No, pilots have their names on aircraft. She bought it. Have you never seen Top Gun? It says. It was in the the commentary. No, she bought it. Yeah, it is. I can't imagine watching the commentary for this. Just, I'm just sure it's like, exactly like what we're doing. I, I bet the entire co- commentary is just James Cameron just like masturbating. Masturbating. Yeah. This. He's just like, oh, <laughs> fuck, yes. Like he's just he's just edging himself every scene. I like when the, the bad guy, the colonel guy, leaves and he's, he just yells, mask on, and he just like opens the door. <laughs> just like no – he's got no chill. I love it. You know what I will say is, is this – he really embraces this character. I, I think mean, he does a good job. His character might not make so a lot of that's, sense. That's Stephen Lang. I don't know if you. He was also in that movie. Um, don't don't make a sound or be very quiet. What is it called? Oh yeah, he's the blind guy. And yeah, like the yeah. kids go into his yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in that movie. He's in that movie. He's good in that movie. Uh, yeah. I like him. He's just a. I really like. This I, line I think. Too. I think. I think he knows that this movie or this role is like a just one dimensional, but he leans into it, and which I can appreciate. You know, I, if you're if you're gonna, this is if I'm gonna praise any performance, I think his is fine, just because yeah. he like absolutely goes all out and like yeah. plays this character well. Like, but it's just such a bad character that it's like, oh, who cares? I wish he was actually even a little bit more, um, you know, psychotic. He's they should have, you know, what they should have gotten Nicolas Cage to play him, and then it would have been <laughs> fucking wild. Yeah. yeah, exactly, smarmy, and you know, with that hint of. Uh, of violence that as well. That would have been amazing. The hint of manic energy. Yeah, exactly. That would <laughs> that, that is an amazing way to describe Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Manic energy. Yeah. <laughs> that is, that's really good. That would be that would be like like I don't know. I haven't seen uh, Lord of War. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh yeah, with uh, Jared Leto's in it. Yeah. But I'd imagine that he would be. Oh, that's a great movie. I really like that movie a lot. I need to watch that because I've heard it's really good too, and I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah. But yeah, that seems like the ideal. National Nicolas Treasure. Cage. Though. That was a good movie, National Treasure. So, so now we've, performance. so, <laughs> so their big plan is they're gonna steal this thing and and move it somewhere secret, and they're gonna start like a revolution with the Navi, right? Like that's they, the goal here. I don't know if they have that planned out. I think that they know that they need this. I, they they need their avatar station to do anything though. So I think that they at least thought that far. I don't think right. that they've planned a revolution yet though, because they like. I mean, that's basically. I mean, you that's know, what we're coming up on. We know but it has to be. We know it's going to happen, but I don't think our characters have figured that out. And yet. we we got foreshadowed to this because of my amazing insights, where I remembered Taruk Maktao. and so that's how they're going to. That's where we're going to get everyone together. I bet. I think anyone who's seen the movie before knows that that's foreshadowing, Connor. I just that's what I'm saying. This is 
you could have not seen the movie and you would have known what was going to happen. Farouk Mokhtal, the bionicle, yeah. is going to come back. Stop, yeah. dude. He's not a bionicle. <laughs> everything is a bionicle and everything else is a transformer. Dude, we should review one of the the bionicle. The bionicle. The, bionicle so good. the golden. The golden mask. The golden bionicle. mask. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, Calvin! <laughs> you that, would, your head would explode would if you had to watch that. <laughs> what kind of explode? <laughs> the golden mask explode. Oh my gosh. Jaden would love that. Oh, that would be really funny. Golden mask so I like. Explode. I like I don't that they like. Uh, more of your bedroom talk. I like that they. <laughs> so Sully tells them to go here because he knows like this is where they would go to like this other sacred place for them, and so I, I you know it's it's not the most profound character development or anything like that. But I like that he knows like he's the one who's like I know where they're at. Like we should go here. I'll go and like be the first to kind of liaison with them again. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, I mean, because no, I mean, at this point, the way the movie has been set up is like no one else can do anything except him. Like no one, no one can else can go contact them. No one else can, you know, seek aid. No one else can communicate. It's just, it's really, I mean, it kind Which of. Which is like, it's enforcing that yeah. like destiny thing it, all it, over again. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about. It's like, it's frustrating because this is a, this is a one point of view movie. And, and I, I don't think that that's particularly bad because, yeah, anyone who's seen a movie before and, like, understands those those tropes are like, oh, this is destiny. He's the one. He's going to bring balance to the world or whatever. I, I don't, I don't think You're literally that's... describing, like, uh, I think in a way you're talking about, like, because Lord of the Rings is that way. Like, Frodo is the one. Frodo is this character. Lord of the Rings, The Matrix, Harry but, Potter. There's so many but movies there, that but do there, that. But there are other characters. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. There's so yeah. many other movies that do this same story mm-hmm. a thousand times better. Like, because you care about the other characters in those movies. Yeah. And they can also do things within that world that matter. It, the only person who can do anything in this movie is Sully's character. He's the sure. only one. It's also worth noting that this is only the first one. And in the other movies, the like the dodgeball guy might have a bigger role, and you might get more I development. He said he died. I thought he no, dies. His, his avatar dies, but he stays on the planet as a human. Mm. So it's it's and like Sigourney Weaver might come back because the rules of this universe aren't clear cut. So it's it's worth acknowledging that there's a larger series. This part at is work. I like this because I like he, this too. It's so smart. So he knows that like he's pretty much not welcome in like that culture anymore. Yeah, and so his only way to get back in is to bring the, the the big boy in the sky in. and i like that he uses like this like military idea like this thing's the biggest thing in the sky why would it be worried about what's coming from above yeah, it's a neat, really smart it's a neat bit because uh, his brother the scientist wouldn't think to do that which i think is really clever yeah i mean i think any normal person would probably think to fly higher but... i wouldn't i certainly wouldn't oh okay well but it is cool that this is kind of how he gets back in the good graces with them is like because he's this it's again. It's like he's this sort of savior. Yeah. He's the only one who can do this. He's the only guy who can be Taruk Maktau. You I know, also he's like the, that. He's like, the only one, and so of course he does it because yeah. it's like a boring movie and it's lazy. But, <laughs> but <laughs> for the for the for the narrative, like it makes sense that this is what his next move would be because yeah. it wouldn't make sense for him to just go back on his own and try to like convince them to be like, hey, we need to we need to do this thing, or you guys need to listen to me. It only makes sense if he binds to this big flying dragon yeah definitely yeah it is interesting like a lot of the criticism that comes from movies like these uh, the 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 idea of the of the the white savior coming to save all of the stupid people like they couldn't possibly free themselves from this with the exact same technology so it's interesting No, that's a good point it's like why didn't you know why didn't one of them 
become Taruk Maktau? Why didn't one of them unite all these tribes together? Why is it him? It's just, that's what I'm saying. It's like, this movie is so fucking lazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have just recast Kevin Costner. Oh, I love you now, even though my dad is dead. <laughs> softly <laughs> uh, subtitles are so good it almost feels he shakes like, her hand it almost feels like you could have you could have taken uh like the navi out of the movie entirely and made it just about sully who like with okay so i think the him falling in love with uh natiri you could have replaced that with just him falling in love with the land and loving this place so much and it would have been the same story yeah, I do think because, you would have lost because because Sully is the only character in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> and the only perspective. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Everything is his point of view. Like it could have just been him, like combating these, you know, uh, you know capitalists trying to take all this stuff, and it could have just been a solo story, and it would have been essentially the same thing because it, he's the only one that matters in this movie. I mean, I'm exaggerating because obviously it's like better with the navi in it but it's yeah, like it, with but, characters and emotion but like it's like but it's like more. but it's like he it, it, the movie's just so much about him it's like no, no one again, else matters in this I, movie i think it, i think this movie will be better after the other movies come out and the characters get more development in those movies also i think this one will be better just because the other ones will be so much worse <laughs> <laughs> is that something positive can we write that down that counts I'm counting that, so I'm up to two. <laughs> I need you. I need you to come with four more real quick, or I'm losing this bet. In the middle of, what, what are, where we're are in the we? third act now. We're, yeah, we're like closing we're in on the. the we're at the climax. Yeah. Well, look, she has. They have her body wrapped in leaves to keep her decency. I don't know why she didn't just leave her in her clothes. Because the, the other Navi's are so the Navi, decent. Yeah, the Navi are practically naked. Why does it matter? And look at how. Well, was she's wearing her little Stanford T-shirt in the first place? Why not at least lay her to rest with her Stanford T-shirt? <laughs> The Stanford T-shirt's already on the Avatar. The, why'd they take... Oh, my gosh. So, they, yeah, yeah, they did. The Avatar's naked, too. I didn't... Yeah. I, I thought it would have the clothes on. Who cares about that nudity? I don't care. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so, so her Avatar was at the at the tree when it got exploded. So, they went back and recovered yeah. her Avatar? No, no, no. They they show it when they're kind of... uh When they're retreating away to this, like, sacred oh, tree. They? Okay. they show her... She's on, like, a... Kind of, like, a little gurney. Yeah, they, 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 they drag her away. Yeah, yeah. They, they literally constructed a sled when their entire tree is burning down to be sure that they get this body gotcha. in, in like, like what they didn't a few uh, minutes like what they did in king kong versus godzilla when they like took king kong with the helicopters oh my I, god i'm sure i'm sure that's what happened i can't wait to talk that about is that is what happened that movie is brutal it <sighs> is off all of the walls i i want to yeah i i can't stand that stay that's... tuned we're gonna talk about godzilla versus kong later <laughs> i i don't want to talk about that movie without talking about the first I guess because you have Kong Skull Island, then you have Godzilla, and then you have oh. Godzilla King of the Monsters, Dude. and I think, I think you have to talk about all those movies in the same context because Godzilla vs Kong is completely in a different fucking world, yeah. than the other movie. Like there is nothing similar about them. Yeah. That movie should have been a standalone movie. It has nothing to do with the other. So films. we're gonna have like a twenty-four hour podcast oh where we just God. marathon all of these movies. It's gonna be great. So so yeah so. And here we go. We're going to have the cool wormhole thing this again. Is the, the, oh, I thought this was like Oh, the, we don't. Yeah, we don't have... I, okay, I think it's to signify it didn't work. Oh. So every time the the link is made, they go through that wormhole, and it didn't happen this time. Calvin, is a wormhole just a wormhole? <laughs> I don't even know what you mean by that. <laughs> <laughs> she 
she's with Yahweh now. Yahweh. I mean, that's just another lazy term that they use, like unobtainium, right? Because that's what they're. Do they to. call they're, it? They're not calling it's, her. Uh, they don't call Connor's it Yahweh. Been, it's not Yahweh, but it's very similar. I just say Yahweh because that's like Iwa. a catch-all. That's Iwa, a, yeah. oh Yahweh. Iwa, Yahweh yeah. is just a catch-all for God. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's, it's so a lazy I, comparison. Yeah. So I'm just, was, like, yeah. Yahweh. Yeah, you know? I'm just saying it because because I don't remember what they say. They just and I just a couple <laughs> syllables around. <laughs> so I just know that Yahweh is kind of your catch-all, <laughs> because this is such a lazily written movie that they they didn't make it. I don't know. Like, why would they have a same sounding thing? Call it like Draxus or something. <laughs> make it sound crazy. Draxus, Draxus. the All Father. Yeah, <laughs> the the God Tree Draxus. Yeah. <laughs> And this is our, yeah, our, our all-mother tree, Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> so this is why I hope they don't bring her back. Is it, 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 this, is a, this is the only death scene in the movie that I think kind of really matters. Well, except the, for when the corporal well, I guess dies. The, I, guess yeah, I, guess the, dad I guess the dad dies. dies. But, but again, you don't, it's very you don't, brief. You don't interact yeah. with the dad enough. And oh, and the, 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 the other guy dies, the guy that yeah. Natira was supposed to be. I don't even know his name. Uh, uh, Yatu Khan, I think. I think it's Devin. No, it's it's Y two Khan. Y two Khan, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Well, I'm just, just Sigourney Weaver's character. I mean, first of all, she's got so much star power, so you just care about Sigourney Weaver, kind of regardless. Yeah. Uh, but she's also the character you probably know the most out of out of the ones who do die. So that's why I think like her death scene is like matters, and it's sort of to show like. I think it's cool because it shows like even a human can connect with whatever this kind of world spirit is. Yeah. It's not just the Navi who have like that physical connection. Like she also like manages to physically connect with them as well. Yeah. And, and so like, I think that's why her, her death kind of matters where she's like, I'm there. Like I feel her or whatever. Yeah. I think part of why it also affects us too is like how actors function in uh, the collective understanding of who they are. <laughs> like yeah. film the film. Like I've seen her in other things. I have like, more um you know oh she was the voice in finding nemo too like that uh you know that uh that was she yeah, th- yeah she like, is. she's like a recording for the yeah. aquarium oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like all, all fish are rehabilitated and released back to the wild it's like she says something like that and i remember that now i see it in her death <laughs> in this film you know what i think about her most recently is, is she does uh planet earth she does the so bbc has uh, mm. david Attenborough that does it who's better i think but the american version is sigourney weaver who's also great but i just think about her in that how about how being like connected with the earth and she's talking about animals and different habitats and all that stuff and i, I think about her in planet earth i can only think about her in alien that's all i can think about well, that's like her that's her big one i so. know that's like that's the that's the obvious answer yeah. but yeah a lot of parallels between that movie and this movie because there are aliens in Alien, and then there are also aliens in this movie as well. Yeah, that's so probably the only reason why she got cast. Something <laughs> <laughs> stupid like that. Avatar is the unofficial sequel to Alien. I wonder. No, there is an official <laughs> sequel to Alien. Calvin, did you when you were explaining why this is like your favorite movie when you were going to film school? Were you ever like, yeah, but have you ever thought like on Pandora maybe we're the aliens? Did you ever say anything like? profound like that i was not nearly woke <laughs> enough to, to come to that conclusion so i've always had this idea for a movie i'm sure i'm not the only one but i always thought it would be really cool to see a movie about humans unveiling an alien planet 
and not like this where it's like a you know a story movie but something more like battle la that's like an action so movie. i thought that too but where the humans are like in armor and stuff so you don't know they're humans Sure. Until they're revealed later, and then you're like, "Oh my god!" Oh, like, like you Twilight grow. Zone. So you grow like sympathy for the alien, like the not the aliens, but like the the, the characters yeah. that that native to the planet. You grow yeah. sympathy for them, and then all of a well, sudden yeah, you aliens. find out that humans are the ones attacking. Oh, you're yeah. like, "Oh no!" But like this hypothetical movie, I've always thought about it would be from like you know the aliens' perspective. And I always thought that like I always uh, I want to watch a movie like that, and I hope someday someone makes a movie like that because the, it it wouldn't be like this. Like Avatar is like a Oops. it's like a similar comparison but i want i want something more more gritty and more like dark yeah. more actiony i, I always agree. thought that'd be a really cool movie so here we're going to the this is their they're about to start their big launch there's about because all the navi have gathered together now because you got taruk maktao this is my other favorite speech i like to quote to my wife do you i'm not joking what is a normal day like in your house oh, it's a lot of movie quotes oh, god. oh my gosh we're watching fresh prince of bel-air right now it's a lot of a lot of Will Smith quotes. So. People start randomly dancing. Yeah. <laughs> Will Smith enters the room like, whoa, we some kind of fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> <laughs> my God. I can only imagine how your children are going to turn out. Oh, they just, like, don't have a basis for, like, the English language. They just have, like, these movie phrases. <laughs> these idioms from wait. shows. Yeah, like, and... they don't actually know hello. They just, you know, like. So I, what do they say in movies for hello? Yeah, exactly. Like, I, like, just like. So I kind of like I kind of like this part, you know. If I want to, you know, let's let's be a little optimistic for a second here. I, I think that morale and like uh, a strong leader can cause people to do maybe things that are against against like the best interest of like either themselves or the planet or whatever they're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's cool that this major or this colonel has like gotten gotten these people who really like shouldn't want to fight right now like they already won they got the tree but he's like let's go wipe them out they're all gathered here we got the intel like let's take care of business and i think that there are plenty of people who kind of you can see rally behind someone and go and do a bad thing because they think it's right even though it's in in the context of the movie it's clearly wrong but i think that that happens in real life too so i mean yeah absolutely i think it's i think it's a it's a in all of this movie where there's so much stuff where I'm just like, that makes no sense. That's a scene where I'm like, that kind of makes sense. Like, you could rally people to some cause that's probably wrong, and they'll probably get behind it. And yeah, I think that absolutely. a lot of people do. And I'm not, not counting myself against that. I'm sure I've done wrong things before because I thought the person who was saying it was probably right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that any, you know, certain people are prone to that or I'm innocent of it. I'm just saying it's, it's not something that I think is, like, uh, impossible yeah. Like, that's a part of the movie. I'm like, yeah, people would get behind that, and they would want to go, like, let's wipe them out. I believe that that would happen. Yeah, that's not fiction. Yeah, and I yeah. mean, like, identity politics in general. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a great example of it. Assigning you know? nice words to this crappy movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, I mean, when you don't have any other option, too, it's really easy to uh, make yourself believe. I kind of like this scene where, like, Jake's kind of desperate to, like, get every little every little bit of he's trying to get like even this like spirit on his side even though he like doesn't believe in it and then Natiri comes by and she's like don't don't bother he won't he won't not for not for war he won't respond to that you know is it he or she i thought it was a she the the deity whatever the 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 non-binary deity that they worship (laughs) sure 
it's just a really melodramatic soliloquy, you know, like straight out of Hamlet, basically. Hamlet's classic, so this is yeah. good. Are you saying no. something positive? This, this must be good because it's, it's because it's based it, on Hamlet. It's a, yeah, it's adjacent. It like, it's adjacent to Hamlet, so it must be good. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I think it's something positive. You should write that down. <sighs> I'm not calling it positive. <laughs> I mean, the is best, Hamlet the best with McKinnon, not, not you. Is that Hamlet? No, no that's Shakespeare. Don't know, but I'm to just be saying, or not like, to be? I'm just saying, like the soliloquy. What's the skull? The... Shakespeare. No, 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 but like Shakespeare wrote it, but the story is called. Oh fuck! Didn't Shakespeare write Hamlet? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so dumb. <laughs> the Shakespeare. I thought it was David Hamlet that wrote it. <laughs> I thought you were just. I thought no, you were just messing with just, him. <laughs> no, I was just being stupid. Is all. Jeez. Uh, Ar- Arthur Hamlet wrote wrote it. I thought. <laughs> Whenever I think of that, I think about. The oh my god, I'm so dumb. I think about the. <laughs> The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy because Mandy's holding the Grim Reaper oh, skull yeah. and she's like, to be or not to be. Yeah. I'm like, that's so clever. <laughs> it's a good show. I like that they're back together. They're better when they're together. I don't think that they were apart for long enough. Yeah. I thought they got back together way too easily because he just shows up with the uh, he's the, got, he's the big red dragon and like that's it. Like, you un- you, like you, you uh, underestimate the power of Taruk Maktao. <laughs> She's swooning. Papa Dragon. Papa Dragon. <laughs> She's swooning. You know, okay, so that's these two characters reflecting their shadow self within each other. God. No. You have no. Papa Dragon. No. And Jungian is just going on and on about the the correlation between these two characters and the circle jerk that happens between them. This movie is about... The Union circle jerk. Yeah, this movie is about Papa Dragon and Taruk Maktao and their shadow selves reflected in one another. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost pretentious enough, Connor. You're really close, dude. Wait till we get into wait till we get into lighthouse. That's oh yeah, that's the gonna, big one. Oh man, I can't. For wait. anybody that's actually going to listen to this, like wait until we actually get back to your regular schedule programming. For anyone who made it two hours into this nonsense, <laughs> and, and to be fair, I like doing this. I think this is a cool little change of pace for us. I'm I'm cool with doing that. Yeah, even just for posterity's sake. I like that he's got a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, if so you're following not, along, along with us, we're at. Um, they're all flying now, and uh, about to. Oh, <laughs> he, here this he is goes. Papa this Dragon. Is Papa there Dragon. you go. I want this mission high and tight. I want to be home in time for dinner. So good. Is that what you say? Like when you guys go up for like groceries, you're like, "Come on, Lenina. Like, I want this mission high and tight." Dude, my wife hates me. <laughs> <laughs> also, we haven't said it, but these robots make me want to watch The Matrix. And they're just a direct ripoff, except in this movie they make more sense, whereas in The Matrix they're just exposed humans in these suits that have no protection. I like to and think they're the, like the worst design. But in this movie, I like them. I like to think that in The Matrix that humans in Zion have much less resources than these people do. That's, I, what, that's why I'm okay with like the mechs in that, because they're like... You know. The mechs don't look like a lack of resources. It looks like a lack of like safety. But the thing is, I don't care because... <laughs> That movie is badass and it's well done, and I care about the characters. I care about the characters in the mech suits, and I yeah. and so it doesn't matter to me that the suits don't like and this is what make I, protective sense this because is like I just I love the characters in that movie. Right. And this is like what I said earlier when like when people saw Matrix Revolution the first time, they didn't leave the theater thinking those mechs are dumb; they don't make any sense. People left thinking like, oh, this was this was a nice conclusion to the story yeah. I was investing. Yeah, in. I, I agree with that. Sandbags. Did they have sandbags around? They're explosive. They have them on, no, no, no. They have sandbags on the top of the ships uh, for protection yeah. because around the, <laughs> what? Oh, around the turret for the yeah. to block the arrows. Which, yeah, but if they turn, if they bank at all, <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense. So, you could have just 
other thing about the arrows, they mm. said the in the beginning the the speech that the corporal gives about the everything that flies it's and crawls. It's a kernel. It's a kernel. Whatever. Corporal is a way different. The range. speech that he gives, he says that the the venoms are dipped in poison that will stop your heart in one minute or whatever. It never comes up in this in this whole movie. That that's irrelevant <sighs> detail. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, also, the fact that their arrows are the size of spears, like I, yeah. if it. <laughs> If it hits you, you're you're, you're dead anyways. Yeah. yeah, who cares? Who about cares the how venom? much toxin it was <laughs> yeah, in? You just lost. Yeah, you just lost like thirty percent of if your you torso. Get, if you get thumped, you're done. Usually, it, it's usually the when like usually when like a detail like that is in a is in a, a scene, it comes up later. But just it never does, and it always bothered me so, watching this. So they do it in this area on purpose. The flux capacitor, um, <laughs> because their stuff doesn't work. Because their, their instruments don't work. Right, yeah. right, right. So okay, that's strategic. That's smart. I like that. And this this is. C- I like the world building a little bit. I like that this planet has like floating rocks. It's kind of neat. I, I I always liked it. There is no shortage of us talking about how we like the way this movie looks yeah. and the way the world is. Not just how it looks. I think it's a creative idea. And I think it's kind of cool. They've got like the little uh, communicators that they have on their necks. Yeah. So I mean, it's a. Yeah. I like the kind of melding of just, technology now. Did yeah. you just see what the uh, subtitle said? No. It all said "ululating." <laughs> As, like that was how they scream alululating I'm gonna, I'm gonna start quoting that to my wife yeah <laughs> baby I'm gonna leave you alululating oh, here oh, <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> dude I love this dragon these these are cool scenes he's, a, he's an absolute beast <sighs> yeah that is that. a like, big he's arrow just, yeah. he's certainly gonna die in a minute from that neurotoxin yeah <laughs> if, it, if the spear don't get you the toxin will <laughs> The slow motion again. Yep, doesn't matter. Doesn't but, do okay, anything. Okay, okay, but that that is okay to me because the cut to that scene it started in slow motion and in slow motion, and so I'm okay with that. It's well, when, every it, when scene it goes starts and ends in slow motion. Every scene does. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the there the parts with Sully where he's like being chased by the big jaguar. It it goes from normal speed, slows down, and then goes back to normal speed, or sure. it go, or it starts at slow speed and then goes fast again. I don't see a if difference. You, if you if you do a take, I think if you do a take all at one speed, just keep it at one speed. I think it's I think it's weird to mm-hmm. change it. Okay. <laughs> Absolute mayhem. I like that scream. Like ah, <laughs> like I mean, I won't deny that this doesn't look cool. It looks cool as fuck. It looks cool, yeah. And it, it is kind of neat that, so you, you know, it, it's kind of like what we were talking about earlier, where, like, you know, it'd be cool to see, like, a movie where humans inva- invade a planet. Yeah. Because this isn't Cause, cause an invasion in, in, movie. Yeah. Most of the movie is not about yeah. the invasion. I want I want to see a movie like Battle of L.A., where yeah. it's like the whole movie but, is about but, the invasion. But this part is like a, a battle between humans, where humans are the bad guys in this. Yeah. And I think it's kind of a, it, it is from the perspective of the Na'vi. It's like the... Because you sympathize with the Na'vi. Yeah. You yeah. don't sympathize with the humans exactly. at all. Yeah. And so it is, it is a neat kind of take on... Kind of aliens versus people, because yeah. in all those stories, the humans are the underdog, and they need to find a way to rise up and defeat these invaders. Yeah. And it's the exact opposite in this, and I like that for sure. I also just like, I feel like this thing would have been lit up for sure. For sure, I like the uh, Michelle Rodriguez, her uh, her plane is like yeah, all she's all, up and yeah. Stuff. It is kind of cool that like she's she's a little. I think this line is really funny too that she says. (laughs) 
You're not the only one with a gun, bitch. <laughs> oh, there's some Yugi in there. <laughs> I don't remember the scene going on for this long. This is that was kind of boring. That went on forever. It felt like. Well, and then she's like, "I'm out of this one, boys." Yep, she dies real quick. She die? Yeah, no. she dies. No. I yes, just thought she, she kind of crash lands. I mean, she does. She 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 dies. Oh no! Does this critter go down? Oh no! Oh yeah, because yeah, this is where this she, gets, where the she gets the jaguar. Yeah. yeah. Oh no! Poor iguana. Which sucks too, because the, then the jaguar dies, which is a real shame. <sighs> Dude, she's got to stop sacrificing these animals. Yeah, she sucks. <laughs> Look out! The I like like the See, textures and stuff. It's, it's that wasn't even slow mo. It's slow mo right now. No, it's not. It, it literally is. <laughs> <laughs> But, okay, so, like, it's fine here. So, like, movies like Saving Private Ryan, in scenes like this, they do them slow-mo like that. I think that this is a Adds good a bit attention to it. slow motion. So that's what, I'm, that's yeah. what I was going to say. This is a good time that also, they did it. Also, I like this part because you get to see that um, comparison in size again. You get to see how giant the Navi are compared just. to the humans. He's just wailing. He just smacked that yeah. guy with his bow and just, like, shattered his neck probably. Absolutely not fucking around. Yeah. Also, I kind of think that the effects look a little worse when they're in slow motion because, like, that zoom up on his face looked a little. You know what I kind of think? I kind of think when they're with people, the, the effects they are look worse. worse. Interesting. Yeah. Which is which I think is true of most visual effects Usually, is yeah. when you have to put them against a person or something real. Well, I don't think that's that when you really start to notice. It's kind of where they fall apart. I don't think he looked worse. I just think that his motion looked weird in slow motion. Yeah. Oh, no, you might be right. She I know I'm die. right. I've seen this movie a thousand times. <laughs> and then, yeah, so then, yeah, and then he it's uh, he dies in slow motion, but then he comes out in, like, fast. That's what I'm saying. It's normal it's, speed. It just, I don't, I just, oh, man, she does. She's absolutely blowed she up. She lit up, dude. And then the horse is on fire. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Name is Rogue, Rogue One, One you oh copy? I didn't know that. I didn't realize that till just this now. This is the unofficial uh, sequel to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be a sequel because Rogue One took place a long, long time ago. Yeah. So this, yeah, you're right. This would be the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> this is the original Episode Seven. <laughs> uh. Wow, I had never noticed that he called himself. Rogue One, I've or, never or, or called, either, called yeah. them the other one, Rogue One. It feels like this is going on kind of long. I don't remember this. This, this just. I mean, I don't know. What we've talked about it yet, but this. I mean, this movie is absolutely bloated. Yeah. It is. Oh yeah. And and this is kind of an example of that. This is yeah. It is a long. It's. It feels like this is just like the same clips over and over and over, and we should just you know let's speed this up. So if you want to talk about shortening the movie, this is what I would shorten to sure. yeah. <laughs> to, to add to add more character <laughs> moments. I would I would I would tone down this battle a lot. Yeah, that's but fair. the thing is, I think they spent so much time not having like the big conflict between humans and Navi that they felt like uh, you know they had to make this a big epic battle. Yeah, but this and so it, feel it epic. has it's to be just long. Drawn out. Yeah, no, no, no. So and like, I, but but when they filmed it, I feel like you know James Cameron's like, this is gonna yeah. be the best thing anyone's ever seen. So like the final battle in Endgame, it doesn't feel drawn out to me. Really? It's really? It, it, it's long, oh, but man. I'm I'm captivated the whole way through. Yeah, I think it's it's enough. I think the reason I like it is there's enough like, 
I want to say fan service in it. I mean, there is fan service. There's in a it. buttload of fan service. Okay, I guess I do want to call it fan. There's enough. I get to see all my favorite characters do something cool, and that's why I feel like it's not Except drawn for out. The Hulk. The Hulk. Ugh, don't that's, get me started. That's why I feel like that one's not drawn out because it's like because I care about the characters in that battle. We're invested in them, yeah. And so I want to see them do something cool. I want to see them be you know beaten up. I want to see them fight back. And in this gets, movie, I don't care. I don't right. care about. I don't care about dodgeball in this movie. I don't care about. Terminator uh, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's so many characters. I, 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 like, I don't really care what happens to them. So, like, to have a battle kind of surrounding them, it's like kind of, you know, it does. It does feel long. But yeah. in Endgame, I'm like, okay, like, it's cool to see. It is Iwa, uh, Iwa, 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 Iwa. <laughs> Yahweh. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep saying Yahweh. And again, I, I do think that all of us are gonna view this movie differently in 20 years when the other movies have come out. In 20 years. <laughs> or 100 years. I don't know. They, they keep coming out like 13 years apart from each other. I wonder if they make a sequel, is it going to be a direct sequel or is it going to be like a while later? Because at this point, it's like if a new one came out, like I would be like, well, Wouldn't it's it got to it be, be a direct sequel even if it was like five years later. I mean, like it takes place directly after. Oh, like this pick movie. up where it left off. Yeah. Or will it be know. like 10 years have yeah, passed? Yeah. So 20 this years is what I was talking about. Yeah. So instead of trying to kill her, it like yields to her. Well, because Yahweh has made all the animals. No, I think it's because this this one has chosen her. No, because no. look at all the all the flying iguanas have all joined them in the fight. All all of uh, all the hammerhead if that uh, was, yeah. rhinoceros this, this have joined one, them in the fight. This, this is this is just, all of no, this is all of nature joining in the fight. If right that now. was true, then it would be joining in the fight. It wouldn't stop in front of her and like bow its head. It would just <laughs> run past her. I think like it's everything just, else did. I mean, it, I, I, I guess, like to think yeah. that it was an intentional thing that they yeah. were like this one will yield. As opposed to the banshees that try to fight you. I think they just need to have a main character ride something. So, I also think that was to because look cool. because yeah. the because she has to get in the fight with the mech later yeah. and she can't do it on her own, so she has to oh, she has sure. to be connected sure. to something. Yeah. I, I I think it's I think it's all Yahweh. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, slow motion. Is this slow motion? Yeah, it's super slow motion. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's the point? It doesn't it doesn't add anything to the scene. Again, I'm. We keep harping on it. My problem is not slow motion. My my problem is like just yeah. the, the the constant change to it is what's what's. Oh my god, this guy gets squashed! <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> you know, there's a. I forgot about that. Oh my god, what a terrible way to die! Oh my god. So, there's a Power Ranger Megazord that looks like this ship, and every time I watch this, I just <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking I wanna, about. I want to hop on eBay right now and see if oh I can find god. this and just order it because I, I think about this. I think about it all the time. I just want it. <laughs> That's all I am. I'm just Bionicles, Power Rangers, and Transformer references. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, I did not realize how much slow motion there was in this movie. Oh, yeah. This sequence has so much. And I guess maybe for some people that's cool and they, they like the way that looks and probably the same people that like you know shaky cam even though that's like way overdone in some oh things God. also yeah yeah i thank god there's not very much in this yeah or dutch angles if, if, if any this was like loaded with dutch angles i haven't seen any <laughs> i haven't seen any either, shaky yeah. cam i haven't even seen handheld ham cam in this it's all you it, haven't it, yeah there's been a couple there's oh, been a okay. couple yeah I, I might not have noticed it but they're very brief yeah it's not <laughs> brief i wear boxers you get it <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I like this idea that you could fall from like thousands of feet and just like be fine because the planet has so many plants. 
<laughs> it would still hurt to hit the first one for sure. Maybe it would still really Absolutely. hurt. But that leaf is real, real. I, I love that he's just like uh, he's like on fire. It takes him a minute to even realize it. That's what I'm saying. It's like I, I like. It seems like he really leaned into this character. He's, he's real. I like. I like. I like him. Yeah. It, it it's 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 so basic and it's just such straight up bad guy. But at least it's like he he like. Really went. He does a good job at yeah. it, even though like it's the like, archetype is really basic. It's so bad, but it's just like it could have been a lot worse if it was some actor who was like, oh, like I'm like annoyed. I'm annoyed that I have to do this. <laughs> like I'm annoyed that I have to be this character. Yeah. At least he was like, you know, at least he went full Papa Dragon on this yeah. one. <laughs> That's where how we're gonna have to rate this movie. How many Papa Dragons <laughs> does it get? Dragons. Oh my gosh, I think it'd be doing a disservice to the word. Papa Dragon to not give it like like 10 out of 10 Papa Dragons yeah. but at the same time this movie has not yeah. earned a single Papa Dragon yeah. how many Scarlett Johansson's out of so I mean, yeah we were Papa talking Dragons about, are lower than Scarlett we were talking about it last are time they? so we <laughs> oh for sure so we have Scarlett Scarlett Johansson's we have Baron Zemo's yeah and then we have uh, we have cocksuckers from Whiplash. From Whiplash. So we we, we were oh, saying, yeah. have you not listened to that yet? No, we're, we were saying we were saying we have to get a whole spreadsheet going on. Uh, you know how many how many our rating so, scale? Yeah. yeah. Like I was like, well, how many how many Scarlett Johansson's equals one Baron Zemo, and, and, and how many cocksuckers equals one Baron Zemo? Is it? So so I, I think Papa Dragon is our is our very low scale like, rating. <laughs> I uh, Papa Dragons are the pennies of yeah, our, exactly. of our rating is, system like, currency. A hundred Papa Dragons per Zemo. So is where we're at. We're we're like That's talking the exchange to, rate. We're like talking to this whole fight, but I I really like how this this fight doesn't feel too short. It doesn't feel too long to me. I I like how I, this. I love that he has a a knife. Like why would he have that? Because it looks cool. <laughs> I know, but like practically speaking, it's just it's silly. <laughs> Yeah, especially since like it would just be something like an, that extends out of the arm, anyways. Again, yeah. again, this that's a this is a cool video game scene. This is really cool. It's a cool this is a really cool video game fight. But they had like a tiny bit of slow motion there yeah. too, and yeah. it, there's more slow motion in a second. Yeah. This looks like it, it, this reminds me of Gimli when he's caught under the ward. <laughs> <laughs> he's like can't get up. <laughs> that's what it looks like. Oh, Nothing's man. over while I'm still breathing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hoping you'd say that. Oh, I freaking love it. I think it's kind of cool. You can. It shows like really how powerful these Navi are. It's like yeah, it's going on they're, against they're a really mech, big and, too. and and he's like he's like still. I mean yeah yeah he's taking the hits, but he's not like getting demolished or anything by this big this mech that's you know considerably bigger than him. I I do like. This is again, and McKinnon brought up like this is a good example of like the scale of these guys, yeah. and and that they they are formidable, like just on their own, you know. Yeah. He's like, go down. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, I forgot about this part. This is where he realizes that yeah. he doesn't need to kill Zoli. As an avatar, he just needs to get Sully as a. Which like, what are the odds that that he like crashed and landed? Oh my right god, here? that's such a good point. Yeah, didn't they, I thought they had it like hidden away. Why wouldn't they put this like way further away from the battle? You know. And I guess we don't really know how far they traveled and how far they got into like their kind of secret area, but uh, still, it I is mean, it is it is amazing odds the fight's that it's not terribly long. I think this is still pretty much in the vicinity of like the floating rocks. Yeah, but it is kind of amazing that it just so happened to be like. 
but again, it it is for the sake of the movie. So I I don't mind stuff like this for the sake of it. Like yeah, and like I said, no one left the theater thinking like, why was this so close to the battle? Because that's not what people were thinking. Uh, doesn't he get his doesn't he get his ponytail grabbed? Isn't that like the big thing? Yeah, he gets yeah. Gosh, that would hurt so much. Can you imagine someone grabbing like? So well, especially because it's like it's like a, <laughs> it's, like a, it's not a, just his hair. It's like a. It's like his penis. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it's. So this movie is, <laughs> this movie is all about it, it's phallic in nature. I think everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything in this movie revolves around a phallus. Like the lighthouse. I'm so annoyed that you're saying this right now. <laughs> I have so many things to say about that movie. I didn't say anything. I know. <laughs> Still Gimli stuck under Gimli the... Gimli getting out front of the warg. <laughs> well, and I think it... Uh, that's what I'm talking about, like, him grabbing the ponytail. Is like, that's what's important, is, like... I think it's it's now he's... He is, like, becoming, like, really Navi because, like, you know, he's this is, like, his... His life force is being grabbed right there. You know, he's... That's what is... Like, he's being... What a shot. Controlled by that. Can you believe that? Someone made that shot on set. Yeah, no, it's... <laughs> you know they used real Navi for this movie? They used real Navi, yeah. yeah. They were so expensive, though. Yeah. Except for the avatars. The avatars are CGI, but they everyone else is, they <laughs> sort of, <laughs> everyone else is a real Navi in this movie. <laughs> and see, you'll you'll see here in a little bit. In one minute, he will die of the neurotoxin. That that death looked ridiculous. It's so cheesy. Which again, oh that's gosh. how he's played this character as cheesy, like as much as he can go. So, I really like this part. So I always wondered about this. I, I, know, I don't know if Jake ever explained to Natiri that, like, hey, my human body's in here. I think they're aware of that. Do you think so? I think so. I, I, I assume so, but it's, like, never shown to us. So I, I really like this part when she jumps into, the, like, the, the little You know why it's never area. shown to us is because it's nothing assumed. in this movie happens until Jake Sully yeah. shows up on this planet. So, like, sure. you, you're, left, you're left assuming that... People had contact with the Navi yeah. with was, masks on. I was just gonna say, I really like you're, like you're this. left assuming that because, uh, yeah. which again, I think would be way cooler if they had Tommy show up <laughs> first yeah. and kind of like set the backdrop for the movie, yeah. have him die, and then have Jake Sully show up and be the warrior or whatever. Sure. I think that would have been so much better. I was just gonna say, I really like when she like dives into the yeah. little containment and area. Again, like, and she's it's like, humongous. It's, it's a show of scale. Yeah. Yeah. She's humongous. And I do like this is an example. I think they look really good together. <laughs> Where I think yeah. some, sometimes it's hard to it, it. She looks great right now, and I think a lot of it is the paint on the face. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where you don't you don't really have to like you don't have to show pores. And you don't have to show small hairs on the face. You don't have to like you yeah. don't have to. It uh, a lot of kind of detail you're expecting to see in a face is obscured because you have this paint. And as long as you can do paint really well visually, like in visual effects, it looks really good. Well, and like it looks really good. Their there. hands touching looks good yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think it's the light reflecting that makes it so difficult. Like to replicate the texture of your skin, yeah. And why yeah. the paint makes it look so? I mean, you have that yeah. matte texture. Yeah, it makes it, it, it. This whole thing looks like they're together. Do you I think, think the hand was animated too, or do you think that like his hand was real? Fuck, that's a good point. I I bet it's real. Yeah, I, I would I, guess I, that it's real. I don't know. It would probably be easier to do if it was animated along with her. I think it would. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to. 
we'll have to leave a comment for Corridor Crew to, to go over that one. I'll just get, I'll give James Cameron a call after yeah. this. I'll put something in the comments and I'll pin it. I know we've, we've talked about Corridor Crew before, but they do great visual effects, like They're breakdowns. So I, I really like watching their channel. But, uh, but yeah, that would be a cool one to see them. Yeah, so there's like the other Avatar people. and like the Where dude, the fuck were they? That dude the whole the time, yeah. 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 What's his, where's his story? Does, is he, maybe yeah. the next movie's about Where him. were they? Yeah. I would like that. Honestly, in the second movie, I would like it to be totally, Each movie totally could different. Each be cast. like a different yeah. perspective or something yeah. like that. I would That'd like that. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I think we've told all of the story that Sam Worthington can give us. Yeah, uh, I think this one-dimensional character has given us all he's gotten. It's amazing that he's one-dimensional and a paraplegic. You know, because like, that would be at least two dimensions, right? I mean, you could just. There's so much like. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much character there, you know, so There's much struggle that they just potential. didn't, they just didn't talk about. So yeah. we we didn't really get into this. I kind of like that his his little video sessions that he's doing now, because at first he like hates recording them. He's like, why am I doing this? This is stupid. And then later on, he gets like more involved with the Navi, and and he's like, oh, this like culture is amazing. Like they have this like great spirit, and like they're, and I like that this is his last one, and he's like, you know, I'm I'm gonna go join them, and I'm gonna be one. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think I I I. I like that narrative throughout the story. Like, that part of it, I think, is cool. And that's kind of what I meant at the start, talking about, like, the narration. I th- I don't... I never thought of that as, like, in your face, but it's, like, trickled all the way through. I kind of liked it, but... Some people would say it's lazy, and I suppose I would agree. And then the final scene. What a hairy chest, though. He's really upgrading to that hairless Navi. <laughs> well, and then he's he's got all the seeds around him because he's the savior and uh, uh, blessed by Yahweh. Well, and uh, <laughs> you are S- Sigourney Sigourney Weaver didn't have any of those seeds, so she was never going to be reborn. And then you see the the eyes open. Ooh, I don't like thinking. Her hand has nails. You see that? I don't like thinking about aliens with fingernails. Yo, you haven't noticed it? Yeah, they've that's all had pom- they've all had fingernails. Yeah. <laughs> Avatar. That's that's what this movie's called. What do you think of? I think it's weird when you put the title of the movie at the end of the movie. Like you Dude. weren't like you weren't supposed to know what it was until just now. Yeah. I think it's weird. I think it's weird to put a title in the movie in general. I think it would fit weird if they put it at the very beginning. I, I mean, honestly, I just think you don't put it in. Well, I already know what I – if I'm going to theaters, I already know what I bought a ticket for. If if I'm watching it on on DVD or Blu-ray I don't think that's why they put it in. They don't just, put it in to remind people I know, what they I paid just, for. I know. I just – in any movie, not just this one, because I know I've been critical of this movie. I just think it's weird in general when you put the title again, like, at the end. I think it's weird. I think it's weird when they put it at the beginning and the end. Yeah, well, I mean, like the 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 interesting thing is the um, historically when they've shown the credits, credits were most often shown before the film. Yeah, yeah. And it's only yeah. been a recent, a more recent trend that they go with the. Oh man. Calvin just fell out of his chair. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, we were, McKenna and I were talking a little bit about the X Men movies where it looks like everything goes through a wormhole. It's all this CGI open where it's all a bunch of credits. Yeah, or like Spider-Man opens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's like gone now. That's like totally done. Like, you hardly ever see that in a movie anymore. It fits some movies better. Like, I think it would be weird for Avatar if it opened with, like, credits, a little montage of Pandora, and then Avatar. That's what it does. Honestly, I think it's weird. It opens with that that weird little montage of, this is who Jake Sully is. If it would be weird if instead they had the credits playing and, like, 
some music playing and showing like landscape pictures and stuff like that. Like, like a lot it, of films do yeah. that. I know though. they do. I don't think it would fit this movie. I don't think I don't it fits think what any they did movie. Fit. I don't think it works in any movie. I like really? that. I like that the. I think uh, it fits well for Spider Man. Eh. I think that the idea of like moving away from credits at the beginning is good. Yeah. I like. I like that. I think about uh, Men in Black. You know, when like the first Men in yeah. Black, there's that bug that's flying around. It's just it's just a bug flying around like for like like 10 minutes and I then it finally hits movie. the windshield <laughs> it's I like just start the movie. fucking movie yeah. <laughs> like, well even like in older films like it's just the credits yeah it's not even yeah. like action yeah there's nothing else going on on the screen it's just text on screen mm-hmm. with uh with a musical score like how All right, well, are you talking like how old like i mean like you could probably find something in the 70s but even before that interesting it was, it was a lot more prominent i know for like jurassic park they played the credits at the end so so we've, if you're if you're still with us, congratulations! You made it to the end of Avatar. Uh, One. We, I'm assuming, don't have glowing reviews about this movie. I uh, still like but it. But I would like to I would like to go around the table real quick and just hear final thoughts on it. I think we can. I'd like to start with McKinnon first. I because uh, I'd like to I'd like to kind of hear yeah, a yeah. positive note on this. I've always enjoyed this movie. I don't think too hard about it. I know that there are plot holes. There's plot holes with every movie. I don't. That's I, not true. It is true. <laughs> I don't go see this movie for the story. I think the story facilitates the visuals, and the visuals are what I like about this movie. That's that's my takeaway. I think this movie's just it's it's perfect in how it looks. I think that's that, a good that's way of, really of putting it. it. Is if if you want to see a movie for it being visual, this. Uh, like yeah. you said, it facilitates that. I it, don't it's, it's it's a this movie is a vehicle yeah. for good visual visual effects. Absolutely, it's, I don't it's think not a visual. It's not a vehicle for uh, great acting or yeah. character development or screenwriting or it's not. A, it's just not a yeah. I don't. It's I not don't a well-rounded like, movie, but it is visually great. I don't like Michelle Rodriguez. I don't think Sam Worthington is a notable actor. I think the villain is one note. I think everyone is one note, and those characters are not compelling to me. Yeah, and they don't. They're one note, and they don't they don't harmonize. Sure, yeah, yeah. No, they. That's the thing. I is, can yeah, see I that, don't, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't feel a. They all exist I don't feel in a, a vacuum. Yeah, I don't feel a big connection between any of the main characters besides besides. Uh, Natiri. Natiri yeah. and Sully. I think, and and that's purely because Natiri, like Zoe Zaldana, is, is like good in this because movie. Because you don't yeah. see any of the other people interacting yeah. almost at all. Yeah. Yeah. Like her her character in this movie her relationship with Sully is is the only like real relationship in this movie. And I think you kind of try to kind of try to build some camaraderie between the scientists but like I just I just don't like catch it at all. Like there's just not enough and and they don't even I don't know. There's not enough of them together for me to like get behind them as a crew, like a, as a group that like care about each other like that should be a a real family dynamic where they all like really care about each other and they're going to do anything for each other and they don't do that like Sigourney Weaver, when she thinks Sully is getting too close to the military guy, she just pulls him out. And it's like we're going somewhere else. There's not like a kind of family meeting to be like, "Hey, this is not what we're about. Like, let's do the right thing." And and they have like a come to Jesus moment together. Yeah. Like that doesn't happen. And I would have that would have built camaraderie between like that crew and would have made me care about them as characters together. But there's none of that. Yeah. And so I I think you're right. They exist in a vacuum is like the best way to put it for sure. Yeah, and I think. Exactly what what we were saying before. If you cut a lot of these characters and a lot of these plot lines, we could focus on the ones that mean more, that create more emotional bonds. If you focus just on the scientists as a group, you cut, um, you know, chart guy with the glasses and the curly black hair. 
That's all he does. He just he just looks at charts. He's the, like, oh, the the the, the harmonics are the, the inception the, guy. Yeah, you mean? the, the yeah, science yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, oh, look at all the science on this chart. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. all he does. Um, honestly, probably get rid of. Obviously, get rid of Rodriguez's character. Get rid of Dodgeball. Um, get rid of Quaritch. Get rid of uh, Giovanni. Maybe keep Giovanni Rabizzi as like. Yeah, he's he could because he plays like the both. Both the like uh, remorseful, um, I think duty type I corporate think he's like advocate. The everyman. He's the guy you're supposed to relate to. Yeah, because he's like, I'm just here to do a job. I'm not yeah. here to care about these these things that aren't necessarily human. I'm not here for the moral implications of what we're doing. I'm, you know, we're extracting resources. You keep him as a as uh, an allegory for, or um, as a representative uh, character for the um, the idea of. Uh, corporate colonialism yeah and create tension there but really focus in on the family and then like um a couple of the characters um in the navi but not uh, the the one dude that uh, that's always antagonistic with him i don't think you need as much you certainly only need one chief or um you know one either the mother or the father not both of them but that's the way i would uh i would say yeah I agree. It would have been interesting, yeah. If there was a version of this movie with less people, I definitely agree that uh, they could have been stronger for sure. Uh, I think as it is, though, I I like it. I still enjoy watching this movie. There are movies I enjoy more, but I mean, like I've said a hundred times, it's so pretty. It's hard. It's hard for me to dislike this movie I just based on that. how it looks. Yeah, I agree with that. What did what did what Calvin? What did you think about it? I, yeah, I mean, like honestly, if you if you want to get the essence of the film. Um, Get a couple stills from the from the film, uh, hang them on your wall, and then buy the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something. Wait, 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 that's something I want to bring up. I don't notice the score to this movie at all. I don't you either. don't? Oh, it's amazing. It's probably amazing. I can't. I can't recall a note in this movie. I think I don't it's because we didn't hear any of it while we were well, watching. But I think about the it. subtitles on the whole time. Yeah, you couldn't hear the <laughs> subtitles. Okay, but but I think about movies I really like, and and I can. I know the score to them. Like we, we said it before. I've said it before. My one of my favorite movies is Interstellar, and I love the the score is on par. It's like both a, of these are on par with each really? other. Oh yeah, you got to go back. The thing is, is why the the I score stands yeah. out so much more in Interstellar is because it's not as much drawing your attention away from the music, because you just have these very flat scenes in terms of color. You just see. You see so many things in Avatar that your eyes are drawn to that. That like I'm I'm more particular about the music. Um, I think in it's films. pedestrian in this movie. It's, I think it's, it's you, pedestrian. You should, you should listen to the soundtrack because it is so engaging and so emotionally I uplifting. Could see that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Rent the soundtrack. Go go pause a scene in the film. Yeah. Put on the soundtrack and just you know. Close your eyes and experience Awa. Is that that's your official rating? You meant you meant Yahweh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you mean Mata Nui, the yeah. violent god. <laughs> We're really straying far off the, the path of the yeah. canon. <laughs> so is that that's all that's that's your big thought on this movie? Yeah, maybe maybe curl up with um, a nice body pillow. Yeah, and then that's fall asleep to Avatar. That's, that's basically everything in this film so i i don't love this movie but i think between the three of us i fall somewhere in between like i don't dislike it as much as calvin does and i definitely don't like it as much as mckinnon does <laughs> but uh i think it 
I think McKinnon made a really good point, which is how I would describe this movie as well. It's like the visuals, the story serves to drive the visuals of this movie, not the other way around, which is disappointing because I don't think any movie is good if it's like that. I think if you have, it's like I said earlier, unless it's, it's the only yeah. point, it's 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 it's, but but that's not how this movie is. Right. I would argue the only point to this movie was the visuals. Yeah. Yeah. It it is. Well, I mean, because that's why they waited so long to make the movie was because technology wasn't there. But I but I think James Cameron thought he was delivering a genuinely good movie. I guess. I don't right, exactly. I don't think yeah. I don't think he thought like this visual effects is the only thing that matters in this movie. I think and he we're thought slap a story. Into yeah. It. I think he thought he was telling a good story. That's what I think. And That's fair. Yeah. Jaden had said this in a earlier podcast and when we were dogging on Calvin for liking this movie, he said it's, it's Pocahontas, but like, you know, with, with good visual effects. And that's essentially what this movie is. It's yeah. not a story I haven't seen before. It's nothing like, there's nothing about this that I am yeah. experiencing for the first time, Dances except for the visuals. Wolves. Like, yeah, nothing about this movie uh, is f- fern goalie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it's it's humanity destroying nature, and it's that's that's yeah, the core couple, of the story. A couple quote unquote bleeding hearts standing up for what is what is right and good as to the narrative's moral structure. Yeah, it's 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 like naturalist against like uh, industrialist colonialism. Or yeah, and it's, yeah, and it's and it's a uh, it's it's a it's a fight against oppressive colonialism. Like that's what the story is, and and it's nothing I haven't seen before. So yeah. like seeing it with really tall blue people and really pretty vistas is not is not enough for me to yeah. like really like this movie. And I'm with Calvin. I remember seeing this before, and I remember thinking it was really cool. Amazing. I, I remember I remember thinking like this is a good movie, and like watching it again today, I'm like, oh man, I'm like. And I feel like maybe I'm in a little bit of an echo chamber hearing Calvin say stuff, and I'm um, I'm 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 bouncing off that, and I'm and I am giving my own like kind of negative opinion on it, but like I still I still just don't think this is like that good. Yeah, I mean this movie it's not in my it's not in my top twenty, it's probably not in my top thirty. Like, it's just a movie that I can sit down with my wife and enjoy quoting all the lines, and I I I just enjoy it. But yeah, I, I totally you don't even turn on the TV. Yeah, I just I take a still picture and put it up on the TV and then just tell her the whole movie. You should just yeah, yeah. you narrate the soundtrack from the beginning. Yeah, McKinnon could just sit in front of the Avatar poster with his wife and be like, "Let me let me tell you the story of Avatar." And just quote the whole movie. Let me tell you the story of my people. Yeah, yeah. And I I think I think Calvin was right. He said earlier, "This is like a background Netflix movie. This is a this is a a fireplace, you know, playing in the background. This is a." This is an aquarium playing in the background. This is not a movie. I'm like... Yeah, the Finding Nemo, like Dory's aquarium. Yeah, this is not a movie I'm like overly, (laughs) overly enthralled to watch. I'm not like, I'm not like gonna, I mean, I'm not like gonna put my phone down to watch it. I'm not gonna watch it by myself and like be that into it. That said, it like, it it looks good enough that I'm, I'm willing to like give it a shot every once in a while, which is what we did today. Uh, I think we, we all got together and we're like, what's a movie we want to check out? And, you know, we had, we had heard... Uh, that's Calvin talked about for uh, a bit, and, yeah, and you know, I don't know we if that's were like, like two, you know, two what out movie of, do we want to watch? Not not what we want to watch. I think it's it's the movie I wanted to hear our opinions on the most. So that's kind of why we decided on this one. But but yeah, I, my my this gets man, this gets like uh, uh, half a Papa Dragon from me. This is a yeah, I, I can give it at least four Papa Dragons. I think okay, out of a scale from like one to a seventy-eight. You know, we for, don't okay. First of all, we've been over this. We don't use numbers in this. That's not our scale, dude. Well, the maximum Papa Dragons is that many. Well, seventy-eight Papa Dragons is like not even one Baron Zemo. 
You're right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd give like, it a quarter of a Baron Zemo. You get a quarter Zemo. Yeah. All right. That's a. I mean, that's not the worst rate you can get. Yeah. It's so, not. No, that's pretty respectable yeah. in the community. This yeah. isn't a. Yeah. So this it has a lot of street value. Yeah. So this isn't my favorite movie. It's not my least favorite movie. It's just a movie that kind of exists, and it is worth watching if you haven't yet, just to like look at it because it is. It looks good. Yeah. Yeah, I think this this will have a significant amount of uh, technical and cultural uh, historical value, kind of like Birth of an um, D.W. Griffith's um, Birth of a Nation. Um, you know, the way that color film impacted the viewing experience, um, all of those types of technological advancements is where, is, is where this film is going to sit. Um, so how I would rate it is the story. I mean, nothing we haven't heard before, nothing interesting, nothing really emotionally compelling. So it's, is it even on the scale of a Papa Dragon? Probably not. But like <laughs> yeah. for music, like like that's like seven scar joes right there seven or eight scar joes have yeah. you heard her sing scarlett johansson she um, sings in the movie sing where she plays a, a porcupine she's no. she's good at, she's really? a good singer yeah no i didn't i didn't know she, that. Has, a, she has a song that sometimes slaps. i just can't sometimes i just can't tell if you're making my chain i'm not no mckinnon a, mckinnon is like mckinnon watched a lot of animated movies i have it on my spotify yeah. it's really good okay set yeah, it all free by scarlett johansson check it out yeah. yeah i might have to bump that later it's tonight. really good yeah um but yeah like and then visuals you know that's um it it holds up still after it does 12, i was 12 years um, i was actually surprised by that i was like this is still really good looking movie yeah there's like some uncanny valley stuff to it um but you see, like, Thanos, where it's, like, you can see, like, the pores on his skin. You can see where, like, he shaved his head and, like, some hairs have grown back. And, like, it's, like, that is a insanely, like, CGI is amazing in that movie. And this yeah. still looks, like, it's, I'm not saying it's on par with that, but it still looks really good. Yeah, yeah. So, and it, so I don't know if it'll hold up forever. But it's, you know, that's, you know, 10 out of 10 Papa Dragons. Um so, but yeah, that's that's about it. that's all. That's all I really have to say is like story, visuals, and uh, music. And because I'm not even gonna comment on the acting because it's just Zoe Saldana. It's like that's that's a ScarJo right there. Yeah, and she's, I, yeah, she's the only thing that matters mm-hmm. acting wise in this movie. Absolutely. And again, I think the last thing I'll say is I'm again I'm just I'm really excited to see this movie in 20 years when we have the whole series. Because like with with every movie that comes out that's part of a series, the first installment always looks different by the end, and I'm, yeah, I'm excited to see. I wonder how it yeah. feels like because you look at like the all the Marvel movies. Well, I think like, there, like, there's some stinkers in there, but like yeah. when you look at it as a whole, it's like oh my god, like what well, a, what, a, what what an incredible you know cinematic universe. feat. I think you know? about like the Force Awakens and how like that movie looks different with like the other movies that came after it, and you yeah. know stu- stuff like that's that fair. looks different with per- with like the benefit of hindsight. You know, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited like to see how that comes out when we have the whole series. Okay, well, I think we've all said everything we have to say, and thanks for sticking with us uh, this long. Calvin. Yeah. Thanks for sticking with us. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks for listening to me babble. I'm glad you didn't leave, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, I think with that, uh, we're, we'll close it out. I'm your host, Connor. I have my producer, McKinnon. yee and, uh, and we have our, our, our former guest, Calvin, here. And thanks for having me on. All right, thanks for listening, guys.